Hello? Oh! Okay, now oh. I hear you. Oh, scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This is why I got on early, in case of technological that's, problems. That's why because... I always start an hour early, because there's yes. happens. Am I oh, late? She, her. No, you're not Thank late. You for you're asking. actually on time. Hello. Hi. Hello, Mm. Oh, Saggy. <laughs> You're not gonna fall asleep on us again, are you, Lenny? <laughs> Wait, there's supposed to be four people we're guesting today? <clears throat> that is a lot of people, goddamn. Okay, we should probably start soon now. <laughs> Give me a minute, jeez. <laughs> so, I'm going to do our intro. And... I will introduce myself, and then it'll be Lumi, and then it'll be Yosin X. All right, got everything in order. Do you remember how we're going to do our intro, Lumi? I think so. How are we going to do it then? You're going to introduce yourself, and then I'm going to introduce myself, and then the guests are going to introduce themselves? Me. Yeah, my name's you, not that hard. Me, but... you, Yosin X, <laughs> and then I'll go over the blurb, and then we'll introduce our guests. Hey Sailor Guardians, welcome to our sixth episode of Moonlight Justice. I'm your host, Grayson. Lumi! <laughs> you said it was yes and I said you said me! I did not say that! <laughs> you said yes when I repeated that! No, I said me, you, and Yosinex. I'll go over the blurb and we'll go over our guests. <laughs> Oh, that's not what I heard. My bad. Hi, I'm Lumi. <laughs> hey everyone, my name is Yosinex. How's it going? What's up? Awesome. So it's been over a decade since the Sailor Moon revival. We are in the midst of the franchise 30th anniversary. And as we discussed in our last podcast, we have seen a merchandise boom when it comes to Sailor Moon goods. And much like merchandise in the series itself, uh, we had a dry period uh, with the anime and the franchise and, and as a whole. That being said, over the years, we Sailor Moon fans have had to become very resourceful before the advent of streaming services and online shopping. We've had to turn to each other for information on where to find the latest and greatest on Sailor Moon. Today's episode gives us an opportunity to shine the light on some of our favorite Sailor Moon resource sites. And let's get started by meeting our guests. And we'll start with uh, Sia Serenity. Hi. Excuse me, of course, I hit mute in my have a choke. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brittany, um, also known as Hikari from Sea of Serenity. Um, we've been around for almost 10 years now. And we, I'm sure, many of you know, we mostly do Sailor Moon musicals and also the live action. Awesome. And up next, we have Miss Dream. 
My name is Dan Bonarski. I'm one of the people behind Mystream. Uh, we've been online for, I think, close to 12 years now. Started as a translation site, sort of evolved into a digital archiving. Awesome. We got Sailor Soapbox. Hello, I am Sailor Soapbox. My website is also called Sailor Soapbox, because why not? Um, <laughs> I kind of have my... I juggle a bunch of different things, but primarily I am a, an archivist for um, high-resolution screenshots, wallpapers, uh, Sailor Moon drops. Uh, um, wow, I am losing my vocabulary here. Sailor Moon drops assets, and my baby, which is Crystal Tokyo Radio and all Sailor Moon radio station. Wonderful. And last but certainly not least, Tuxedo Unmasked. Hi, my name is Jason. Uh, I run the blog Tuxedo Unmasked. I've uh, been in the Sailor Moon ancillary community since like 1997, writing fanfics, running a fanfiction archive. Uh, anyone who remembers the a Sailor Moon romance uh, like web? That sounds very familiar. Yes, it does. I, I used to know people who worked with that too. Oh, I forgot to mention how long I've been around. Um, <laughs> I've been on the internet since like the late '90s, and but I took the Sailor Soapbox name about ten years ago. We're going to start off things easy, and um, I just want to like hear from each of you on um, what you've been up to lately. And I will kick us off by answering this question first, and then uh, we'll go down the line and see how everybody else. Um, what everybody else has been up to and see how everyone is doing okay so um it has been like i don't know why like i'm on the sailor moon kick um as of recently when it comes to some of the projects i've been working on um i just restarted my fanimation project called hinching yo um it is a like frame by frame retracing of um some of the stock footage from the 90s anime to create new or unseen transformations such as um, planet power transformations for the inner senshi um, crystal power transformations for the outer senshi um, just to name a couple of um, ideas that I have I am working on a Sailor Moon trading card slash deck building game and I am working on editing together a PGSM Super Act movie, which basically encapsulates the entire PGSM series and probably a two-part movie at the, way, at the rate that I am editing right now. Um, so this gives you an idea of what I've been up to as of late. And Lumi, what have you been up to? So I've been up to quite a lot of things. Um, I've been working on my Sailor Venus costume. Um, so far I have like the skirt made, um, I have the gloves made, and right now I'm just working on the bows and the collar and the hip rolls. Um, shout out to V, she's actually uh, helping me with my leotard. Um, I had to commission her again after USPS lost the first one um, and delivered it to God knows where. Um, other than that, I've been working on doing commissions, um, which by the way, if anyone needs a commission, hit me up. Um, I've been working on my artwork. 
Yes. Uh, other than that, I've been working on my art as well because I'm trying to put together a portfolio for this art college that I'm going to. Oh, going to? <laughs> going to? Um, because they offer a really good scholarship if you put together a portfolio. Um, I could get in regardless without it, but I just want to have something to, you know, get that extra scholarship. So other than that, I've just been working. And then I'm going to MomoCon, which I found out that SCAD is actually going to be there. So I'm really excited. So also really nervous because now that means I got to put together like four pieces with graphite out of my ass because my drawing tablet isn't working. Lol. And Yosinex, what have you been up to? Um... It's, you know, it's, it's interesting because I, I come from the era of like message boards and forums and stuff like that. And I haven't really found my niche in terms of like how to contribute to the Sailor Moon fandom. So I just kind of tweet things and share things on Instagram. But I really need to like find my footing once more. I don't I've been like thinking about making a website, thinking about doing a YouTube channel, but just not launching any of these things, you know, because like, again, I come from like the old, old, old fandoms from long, long ago. <laughs> Um, but in terms of like my, my professional life, I'm actually, a, um, I work for Brooklyn Public Library. I'm the manager of team programs there. And like, you know, I oversee like team programming all throughout the system. And the cool thing about that is that teens love video games and anime. So a lot of, a lot of programming, you know, that I hope inspire helps, happens to be on those things that I very, very much love. Um, aside from that, um, I just... I stream occasionally, though not as often as I should when you know when I'm playing like my retro games or Final Fantasy fourteen. And I I do plan on going to Japan more regularly. I went last year for the um, last Sailor Moon musical, and I'm going for Sailor Moon Cosmos specifically. Not just for that, but primarily for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, um, Brittany. What have you been up to besides updating CS? <laughs> Uh, that that's that's a funny that's funny. No, y'all have such interesting things going on because um honestly with the website it's kind of taken a hiatus over the past few years. Like it's um we haven't done a whole lot with it. I have like a million things I could be doing with it. Um but I've been really focusing on life things. I had a lot of major life changes like starting around twenty twenty. Um so it's just been getting things together and kind of getting back my life back together, which I'm like doing much better than I was those few years ago. Uh, and unfortunately, my computer, like my personal computer has been like dead for a few months, several months now, and I just haven't really had the money or time to really fix it up. Um, so I do a lot of my personal things on my work laptop, uh, which kind of sucks because like, I'm limited on what I can do. So I'm really just dealing with like life things, um, doing repairs in my house. We're kind of doing like a pretty big um, repairs and sort of like um, updating it, um, doing things with my fiance and her son and just life. <laughs> Adulting as it were. <laughs> uh, Dan, Miss Dream, what's going on with you? What's, what have you been up to? Mm-hmm. Kind of the same. Haven't really been up too much on like the uh, you know fandom front. I currently work as a DevOps engineer, like in real life. Uh, but as stuff has been get kind of back together, I've 
been kind of starting to work through my backlog of stuff that I need to scan and post in the midstream, and I've also been um, undertaking a major project to uh, do a major big like restructure reorganization to midstream since there's not so much in my uh, scan queue. I've been trying to um, make things look good because we got things so fast that uh, organization took kind of a hit and it's been held together by uh, shiny duct tape for many years. So I'm just uh, doing a lot of work in the back to uh, make it better for uh, better organized and better future things, hopefully. And it's, it's definitely like you are definitely like, uh, cannot, we cannot see any of the behind the scenes chaos because this dream looks very pristine, uh, especially, um, with the new website design, because uh, I know you guys recently launched the, uh, not recently, it's, but the uh, the new Hotaru logo that was on there. So kudos to you and CS Serenity, because on TikTok, I swear every other comment that I make, I'm referring people to your website because they're always asking where I get this stuff from. Like, where do you get this stuff from? I'm like, CSRenity.net take your pick go to both <laughs> thank you yeah, so we definitely definitely appreciate I, I, and I'm not by, by any means exaggerating what I say like I literally say mystdream.org and csrenity.net like pretty much on every comment on anything especially PGSM content uh, let's see here uh, Myrna what's going on in your in your world What's, what have you been up to? So right now I'm kind of doing my own restructuring, mostly of Crystal Tokyo Radio, because I found that I was running out of space because I had been uploading the uh, files at uh, too high a bit rate, and it only broadcasts at 192 anyway, so I was sort of downgrading them because you can't hear the difference. But also I've been like going through every single track, and there are hundreds if not thousands of them and just making notes here and there improving the tags planning scheduled shows that kind of thing on um the images side i've been um like i finished migrating all of the uh, sailor moon screenshots to my website and i i i imagine dan is glad i'm not dming him asking him like what's happening to the server right now <laughs> the the, the, uh, the people at mystery very kindly offered to to host uh, the screenshot archive and i've been scanning i've been photoshopping and gradually like um updating my patreon because the patreon is the main uh, way that the uh crystal tokyo radio hosting costs are paid for and it also pays for like importing CDs and things like that. So, lots of things going on with that. I wish I was still doing like the Sailor Moon Drops stuff, but of course that game shut down several years ago. So now it's just like, well, I'm gonna leave it up because that's all we've got. Because Bandai Namco doesn't care apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's mostly Crystal Tokyo Radio because that, as I mentioned before, that's my baby. But. Um, as far as the screenshots go, like I will be expanding to Crystal, but I am waiting for Cosmos to come out so that I can have like a whole cohesive archive of everything rather than like adding some bits here, waiting five years, adding some bits there, that sort of thing. <laughs> totally makes sense. 
And Jason, what have you been up to? Uh, so unrelated to Sailor Moon, I basically, in addition to my day job, I also translate manga and light novels. So basically that's uh, where my evenings and weekends go. But related to good old Sailor Moon, I have about, I think, 12 articles last I checked that are kind of ready. I just need to actually put in, you know, the references. Because one thing that's important to me is that anything I say is backed up. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, when Ami said this, <laughs> just trust me, bro. You know, there should be a reference for people to look at. So I've got about 12 articles that need to just kind of get the references and screenshots and stuff added in. They're ready to go. And then other than that, I'm actually writing a Sailor Moon uh, PGSM book, which includes um, interviews and stuff with the cast and crew. And then um, information on the actual, like, uh, what is it, locations that were used for shooting the show. Uh, kind of stuff like that. So we're kind of that in the back uh, background. Nice. And uh, I definitely appreciate you um, backing up um, some of the things that you are writing about um, on Tatsuya Unmasked um, because I use that as my source to <laughs> back up what I'm saying because uh, especially like on TikTok, uh, people kind of make up their own uh, facts or headcanons about Sailor Moon and I'm always having to correct them in, in my comments specifically when they're trying to tell me well you don't know it's this and I'm like okay well let me go do my research and come back with a proper answer because uh, as much as Sailor Moon is beloved there is still a lot of misinformation floating around out there it's not as bad as it was in its heyday in the 90s, especially in America, but uh, there's still some some misgivings when it comes to how people understand like what the Sailor Moon series is actually about or some of the aspects of the show itself. And you can't always blame the fans. I mean, if you look at it, the anime has had, what, three translations yes. now? Because there was <laughs> exactly. the original, then there was ADV, and then there was uh, the new one. Uh, with Viz, and then you look at the manga had Tokyo Pop, followed by Kodansha's first run, and then Kodansha's second run, so, I mean, you kind of have to be like, well, when did you read this? Yes. (laughs) And And look at the original. And (laughs) access to a lot of that was difficult for quite a long time. Oh, yeah. My name is Serena, but you can call me Bunny. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's so interesting because we are definitely in a better space than we were in the 90s. Oh my um, god, yeah. Especially with, like, Sea of Serenity, Mystery, Tuxedo Unmasked, Wiki Moon. Uh, actually invited uh, Wiki Moon to join us. She was unable to. Um, but you're, like those sites that I've just named, uh, including Sailor Soapbox, uh, who I've been following on Tumblr for, like, years, I just realized. Um, you know... There's no, like, I guess for me, it's like, it's kind of like what, like, most people do nowadays. It's like, rather than go find the answer, you just guess what the answer is. And it's like, we're, we're very privileged right now, but we have access to that information right at our fingertips. So the few seconds that it would take you to actually verify your facts, uh, especially with these websites available to you, there's no reason why you should be getting it wrong. But it's also knowing where to like, look. Naoko Takeuchi has a PhD in physics and 
No, why won't she have had the time? <laughs> yes. She uh, was a struggling my... artist. Right. <laughs> we're favorite... so friends! Right, my God. favorite comment, the comment that, like, like really, it, it really blew my mind because this person was like, I always get discourse when it comes to what anime Mamaru's age is, even though it's uh-huh. not explicitly stated. And, I was, and, and so I was like, and so the person argued with me and said, in Sailor Stars, he went to America to get his doctorate for four years. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was like, did I miss something? And I literally like went back and found the episode. And I was like, he went to study abroad for one year. <laughs> like, what was so hard to understand? about? Like, where'd you get four years from? Where'd you get doctorate from? I think people remember things like he wanted to be a doctor and then right. like put two together and, and, and it's it's pretty rampant. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty rampant. Uh, very you know, and it's like I'm I'm pretty nice about it, but same time it's like don't don't tell me. Like I would I wouldn't be bringing this up if I did if I wasn't aware or if I didn't know. And if I don't know the answer, you know I'm gonna go look for it. And I and I literally like said after I like I actually posted the clip where he said, like, I'm going abroad for a year. And when people try to, like, well, you know, he's this old, he's this old. Please, by all means, find the anime episode or whatever, you know, whatever source that you have that's giving you this information. I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong. (laughs) If I'm wrong, please tell me. If I'm wrong... Show me, show me the information, and I'll be like, I will formally like, I'm so sorry. In this episode, at this time frame, this is what was stated, and this is actual fact or can. <laughs> I noticed um, a lot of people forget that um, episode in uh, S, the one where they go to the party, where Mamaru mentions that he hasn't declared a major yet, and he's got to be pretty young to be undeclared and still and like wanting to be pre med, so. <laughs> I think he's a lot younger than people are expecting him to be. I I want to say... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I want to say, I think, and you can correct me wrong, Jason, I believe your website, Tuxedo Mask, actually has an article about his age, and like the only time it's mentioned is for notes from the Sailor Moon R movie. Exactly, and also, he's got to be first year when he first shows up in the show, so he's, what, 18, 19-ish? I do find it weird that he says and asks that he's undeclared because in Japan you actually declare your major when you enter and you can actually just be denied entry into a major if they already have too many of that major so anyway but yeah Uh, very interesting and I think that and my thing is like you guys bring up very good points but most people like most of the answer that I've got when it comes to Mamoru is he looks and he sounds old and it's like when has any Japanese male teenage man sounded like a Japanese teenage male. Much less they an sound anime. Like grown men. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's just very it's just very interesting uh, some of the discourse that happens and we talked about this during our fanfic episode where it's like there's a lot of projection going on there too. Where it's like you know, people are going through what they're going through and it's kind of like reflecting in how they're relating to these characters, which isn't wrong. It's, it's very valid, but I think it's also being able to step outside of yourself and say, 
this is personal for me. Like this, the reason why I feel this way about these particular characters or this particular scenario is because I relate to it differently, and that's perfectly valid. But to try to force that perspective onto others is not valid. That's not okay. Like I, you can definitely explain to me. I don't understand where you're coming from. I don't agree with it, but I can understand why you see it that way. And I think that any fandom deals with that discourse and divisiveness when it comes to some of the conversations because people feel so justified in the way they're feeling about uh, you know this character or, or this scene or this episode that they have no problem like calling you out on it as well so it's very interesting so it's really cool to hear um, what everybody else has been up to and um after our episode with Dayspring, I have decided to make it a point to ask, like, how everyone is doing? Don't give me, oh, I'm fine, oh, I'm okay. Like, how are you actually doing? Like, how, you know, are you feeling okay? Is everything all right? Uh, feel free to answer. Uh, for me, I, I, like, I'm not gonna lie, I actually had a moment, and Lumi can attest to this, I was on our Discord maybe a couple days ago. Um, I was feeling very overwhelmed and defeated. Uh, I work in local government here in Las Vegas, and I am the liaison to our senior citizens advisory board. And um, we had a new member join us recently, and this member has been a handful, uh, to say the least. And things came to a head. Uh, we had to cancel our most recent meeting, and this person decided to not only attack my chair, but also to attack me. And I love my job. I love helping people. Um, we have seniors, veterans, the community at large uh, here in Las Vegas, especially um, since the pandemic. Um, housing has been out of control. Um, utilities have been out of control. Inflation is on the rise. Um but people are dealing with a whole different set of circumstances in, you know, in a variety of ways. And we just do our best to help people where they are at. And for this person to kind of overlook that and attack the integrity of not only myself, but my team really put me into a bad headspace. Um, and I was venting on discord about it. Like, Oh my gosh, can't believe this happened. This person and and what really got it wasn't even the fact that this person was attacking us it was the fact is that it didn't matter what facts i brought to the table how many people that i helped or anything like that this person had it set in their mind that i was always going to be that way regardless of any information that was on the table that was the sad and defeating part it was like regardless of how much good i do you always choose to see the worst um and in a surprisingly quick turnaround of events, um, our mayor pro tem let that person go because of their behavior. Because not only was he being abrupt with us, he was being abrupt with our city council staff. So that situation turned itself around. So things are definitely looking better, you know, in the long run. But in that particular moment, I was like, oh, this is, it was just a really bad headspace moment for me. Um, what about anybody else? Anybody else experiencing anything like that? Or 
everything's first, just been good. First and foremost, I'd like to say I'm sorry that, about that situation. But second, when I first heard you telling this story, I just it went into my head that this person working under you just immediately started raging on your chair. Yeah, as opposed to the human. And yes. just I couldn't like get over the idea that this person just like completely like thrashing on your chair. <laughs> and that made the story far more hilarious than it should have been it, as tragic as it is. Oh but, gosh. Hey, the but chair, I'm glad to hear that's yes, getting the, better. The chairwoman of our board. There we go. <laughs> this is a very they're like story. he attacked the chair. Halfway through like, wow. <laughs> and then you, you just, Wow. What the chair do? <laughs> How dare you be inanimate? <laughs> I've been kind of having a rough week myself because um, my uh, my cat passed away on Monday, and I loved her so much. And the reason why I married my husband is because I fell in love with his cats because he was posting his cats online, and she'd been declining for a while. And I was spending most of my days helping her on and off the bed because she couldn't uh, jump up anymore. But it's just been like. It wasn't a shock, but it was. It's still like, oh no, my Mary Ann, that, that kind of thing. So I, I'm so sorry. I so just sorry. recently had to do similar as well. Um, oh god, um, it was our oldest cat with me, my ex, and she had been caring for her um, for like since we separated. But I mean, I still considered her my cat. I mean, I knew this cat for 15 years. Um, I mean, she was still my baby, so it was, she was the same situation. She was declining and she was, she would have almost been 17. Um, so she, I mean, she was up there, but yeah, that's, it was hard. I, I really empathize with you. Marianne was only 11. That's that's the really hard part. And she was actually the second cat I've lost this year because I lost my, my male cat Atticus back in, in February. So it's like what we went from having three cats to one cat in like a quarter so I'm, I'm just my, my heart is broken but it's yeah. kind of like well what am I gonna do right uh, I could definitely empathize uh, February of last year I had to put down my dog uh, King Louis the <laughs> first he was a 18 year old Shih Tzu uh, and uh, he he lived a long good life and then one night he was having some strokes and seizures um, out of nowhere and uh, I take him to the vet and the vet was like he's lived a long good life maybe time to you know let him go because there was no guarantee that you know even with treatment that the outcome would be in his favor um, so yes I had to um, put down King Louis the first. Um, it's been a, it's been over a year since he's been gone, and I am still not over him being gone. Uh, I have his picture on my desk at work, right next to a Sailor Moon cup and statues. <laughs> um, he was a good dog, and so we definitely have to you. It's it's really hard losing a pet, and I'm glad that you know you guys have pets to kind of you know not fill the void, but at least you know help the ease of the passing um, I have my dad's dog he's a big huge mastiff named Solomon Bain and he is a big slobbery hairy mess and we love him to death uh, <laughs> oh they're such uh, babies <laughs> oh my gosh he is such he is such a big big cute baby and it's just and I don't even think he realizes how big he is 
because he acts like a small dog, but he's a huge dog. That, that's usually the case with the big dogs. Yes. They just think they're little lap dogs. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> How's everyone else doing? Everybody else okay? It's been like a roller coaster of life, like it has been for the past, I don't know. Well, I'd say forever, but it feels like extra roller coastery since 2020. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can it, can it please, like, can I have get off the ride? I just want to get off the ride. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah, done with adulting sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because my brother has been trying to move and it's been very hard. Um, landlords and property management are asking people to make two, three times the rent money to live in certain places and rent is close to $2,000 a month here in Las Vegas. Uh, it's ridiculous. And it's so ridiculous. And so he was feeling down about it. He was like, I'm doing my best. I'm trying so hard. And I was like, you are dealing with what a lot of people are dealing with. And, you know, it's okay. Like, you're, you know, you've been dealing with stuff on top of a, of a pandemic. You're dealing with stuff on top of inflation you know, and uncertain times. It is it is okay that you're not doing your best. I was like, I, I was, he was like, but you have a plan and you have goals. And I was like, dude, I overdrafted my bank account twice in one month. I am right there with you. <laughs> but did he get some sweet Sailor Moon merch out of it? I did. And, and <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It yes, I it. did. It was it was worth it. But it was it was definitely a miscalculation on my part, like a clerical error. Uh, I bought the sale of this stuff thinking I had the money when I really did. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm glad that we were able to come together today. And, you know, I think that, you know, this is a way for the audience to, you know, like recognize that you know we're all dealing with like even though you know there's some you know these great resources and websites out and we have this podcast to share with everyone you know it's like that we're dealing with things too and we're chugging along and this is just a way for us to get away from all that talk about the things that we love and so we're gonna keep on keeping on and uh, I want to know who is your favorite senshi? And I will start with Rick. Um, uh, I've always said it's really hard to pick between all it's of them. It's always hard to pick. Because they're kind of <laughs> all my favorites. But at the end of the day, my favorite is both Sailor Moon and Chibi Moon. And with like three or four very close runner-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's always. I was. We were talking about that. It's like it's such a great ensemble. It's really hard to pick out just one or two or three. Um, so uh, I tend to say, like, saying Sailor Moon is your favorite is like the Miss Universe answer of who's your favorite senshi because it's like so easy to like the main character, the, or the titular character of the series. Right. <laughs> uh, Dan, always... what about you? For me, it's always been Sailor Venus. I've always enjoyed how outgoing she is in contrast to me. But I've also liked how she's uh, always able to, like, adjust to whatever role she needs to play. I've always enjoyed, like, her ability to just change on the fly as needed. Um, So those two things really stuck out with me for her. 
Oh, really cool. Marna, how about you? So my favorites are Saturn and Pluto. So I like to joke that I'm used to disappointment. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I I love how they look. I like the, the, the garnet and the great purple. I love their mind bending powers, like how philosophical, like the having the ability to create death and rebirth and manipulate time and space. That I just love all of that. And I love that like as growing up somebody who was kind of introverted and a ostracized to put it blindly, mildly, but it's just I, I I see Hotaru as like I was younger than Hotaru when she became my favorite, and then well she stayed twelve and I didn't, and now I'm <laughs> like oh it's my little baby nuclear bomb, you know. <laughs> and Pluto, like my my sort of fa fascination with how, who she is and what her powers work like. They I worked that into an ongoing fanfic I I wrote called. Um, the first timeline and that one is basically like a retelling of the s series where well what if chibiusa didn't travel to the past what would have happened then that's, oh wow so. that's really good you're gonna have to link yeah. me to that so i can read that i have like all my links on my my page to like uh, i will definitely be the ao3 and all that and <laughs> gotta take I'll... the uh, chance to self-promote right yes i'll definitely be checking that out jason who's your favorite so I'd want to say Hotaru across the board, but to be honest, like her mung, her anime like characterization was a little bit on the, well, you get her an S and then that's about it. So I'd probably have to say Ray for the anime. Okay. Um, and the Ray's personality in the manga is just kind of like, they went a little too far on the cool detached side. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess it just depends on which version of the show we're talking about. Gotcha. And then, um, Ami really picks up for me in the PGSM. They do a lot of interesting things with her character there. So yeah, I kind of just Ami up. is fascinating. Oh yeah, yes. yes. Like her, like I'm gonna kill Naru. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was, was a great face. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just kind of depends on which version of the series we're talking about. Okay. And Yosanex, how about you? Man, Jason just said my answer pretty much. Like I, I always say, it's always depending on the version. I'm kind of annoying about that. Who's your favorite? But um, I guess I guess if I have to pick, I I, I I usually gravitate towards Mars. But then when I look at my actual figures and collection, I have a lot of Chibiusa. I have a lot of Chibi Moon stuff. So I must really love her and Sailor Uranus because like I I I have them overrepresented in my collection. So subconsciously, I love them, even though I want to project Mars, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but if, you know, uh, uh, Venus in the manga is awesome. Mercury, don't ask me this question. I'm just going to give you this <laughs> long-winded thing about about why, you know, why Sailor Moon is like all these different multiverses and crazy. And It's perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. And uh, just to kind of like give some background, I was like asking this question uh, because it leads into the next question. Uh, because it's like it's pretty easy to pick our favorites, but then uh, like when it comes to the characters that that relate to us or are more like us, it's usually usually it's sometimes different than our favorite character itself. Lumi, I know I ask you this all the time, and but, you never really have an answer for me. But do you but, have an answer for me now? <laughs> what's the question? Where have you been this entire time? <laughs> 
No, because I know, like, it's a what's my favorite Sailor Century, but I'm wondering if, like, is it a different question? Or is, are we still on that question? Because you're like, well, Lumi, I know you never know how to answer this, so I'm trying to figure out. Well, we haven't moved on from the question. I haven't asked you for your answer yet from who's your favorite Century. So. Okay, well, hands down, it's it's still Sailor Saturn. Um, that's why I said one of because Sailor Saturn, like, I went through this whole process of my favorite Senshi being from uh, Mercury to Venus to Sailor Uranus, <laughs> Uranus, uh, to Sailor, <laughs> to Sailor, what should we call it, to Sailor Saturn, because, like, I... Because, I, like, I, I don't know if you guys know this, like, Grayson knows this, um, but I grew up on the deep stuff, so I didn't get to watch, like... <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't get to oh, watch like, Sailor, whatchamacallit, um, Sailor, I think it was Sailor S, which I believe Hotaru, Hotaru is featured in, um, because they didn't dub that yet. So, or actually, yeah, they did actually. Whoops. Yeah, it doesn't work out age-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, like, we all well, well, the <laughs> I'm like surprised that you've seen the like, dub. <laughs> and then I remember, it was like, oh wait, the cousins thing. Yeah, they dubbed it. Yeah. But that was Clover Way rather than D. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So I was right. Yeah. So I didn't. Yeah, so I just grew up um, watching up until Sailor R, and then I got to Sailor S, and I found out that Cloverway existed, and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this emo, who is this sassy, emo, depressed child? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know who she is, but I love her. Sassy Saturn. <laughs> sassy Saturn. So I've, I've actually loved Sailor Saturn for like a long time, so yeah. Yeah, it's Sailor Saturn. That's my boo. That's my bae. Okay, That's so my, Saturn, my Saturn is your favorite. Which yeah, Saturn Saturn are favorite. you most like in real life? Like, which which Senshi is a representative of your persona, per se? Well, since we all agreed on it earlier, <laughs> I don't think I need to say it. Go ahead, say it for us. Chibi Usa. <laughs> I always thought I was more of a Minako Unisagi, but I guess I'm more of a Chibi Usa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're definitely the Chibi Usa of the group. You've been you've been demoted from Usagi to Chibi Usa for sure. <laughs> Aw, that's not a demotion. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean a demotion? <laughs> Grayson, are you it's trying just... to kick? It's just a joke. Calm down. I'm gonna bite you. Um, <laughs> see, see, see. It's it's justified. It's very justified. Jason, what about you? I'm working my way back. It's okay, Grayson. Yeah, I will fill that wish of yours to get bit. We're almost there. <laughs> Jason, what senshi is most like you personality? So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to break the rules on this question a bit and just say, because I don't really feel that I really, like, strongly identify with any of them. While I like all the characters, I don't really feel like any of them, like, personality-wise matches. So I'd have to say Artemis. I feel like I'm supporting people who are important. While I am not necessarily the important one myself. I'm the guy who, I can bring all the information together and you go do your thing. <laughs> that's that's valid. I can accept that. 
And if I would have to pick a uh, actual Senshi, then I'd probably say Yaten because I am a sassy bee. <laughs> Period. Boom. I love it. I love it. And maybe I should like like rephrase that question to be like, what series character represents you best, rather than it being a specific Sailor Senshi? So, Myrna. What character from the Sailor Moon series do you feel relates to you personally? Um, on a certain level, it's Hotaru because, again, like I, I also grew up like sickly and um, without many friends. But I, I also have like a lot of different um, senshi characteristics in me. Like I've got Minako's sense of humor, I've got Ray's temper, that kind of thing. But what I like to say is a, a little joke that. I am Haruka in the streets and Michiru in the sheets. <laughs> hey, yo. I love it. I love it. That. I love <laughs> that. Dan, what about you? Um, I'd probably have to say uh, Mercury because a lot of my best work is done uh, in the background maximizing things. Um, and that's really her strengths too. So that's, that's what I'm going to have to go with mine. Okay, awesome. Brittany? Um, I used to always think, like, Usagi, and I think I still relate to Usagi, my headcanon is that she has ADHD, and it makes so much sense, but I think I kind of embody several characters, really, in one, um, because I definitely don't feel like I have the intelligence of Usagi, I want to say my intelligence is a lot higher than hers. (laughs) 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 I definitely did good in school, um, but... She was always the one I related to a lot, especially when I was younger. Um, now it's like a mix of her and maybe a little bit of Jupiter, a little bit okay. of Venus. I can see that. That's that's an excellent answer. You know, it's like it's you know, it's usually like a spectrum, like when it comes to the characters. Like, it's yeah, like, it's not just like one. It's like you know, you're like high on one end and then like somewhere in the middle with some. Oh and yeah, like the lower end and stuff like that. And then that was a good point about, like, the, depending on the version, too. Right. <laughs> um, my, I mean, my character, my favorite character still kind of stays the same among the other versions, but, like, right. my my runner-ups change. Right. <laughs> What's the next? What about you? You know, I, I think if you had asked me this question a few years ago, I'd immediately default to Usagi just because... Um, for me, like a lot of my friends that I made over the years were like the outcasts, the outsiders and stuff like that, you know, back when it wasn't socially acceptable to be a gamer or an anime head and all that. So, um, yeah, that used to be my answer. But now that I really think about it, um, you know, that's changed quite a lot, you know, like, um, like, first of all, perceptions of all these kind of fandoms have changed, you know, like now it's like, oh, no, you're a gamer. That's a good thing. Oh, Tell that to, to me 30 years ago, because right. it definitely wasn't a good thing. And right. I'll You're never forget addicted. the teacher. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget the teacher that, that instilled that in my head that, it, uh, that I should be ashamed of it. But now I own it, but whatever. Right. Um, but I guess, yeah, I guess when I really think about it, I'm, I'm leaning more to like a Pluto-ish mm-hmm. role. You know, um, I've kind of had to lead into the fact that I'm like, you know, I'm getting older. I'm more of a mentor nowadays. You know, I, I you know, I gotta kind of lean into that more. So, yeah, I, I think, I think maybe more Pluto-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think that's the first time I'm saying that out loud, actually. So, yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, it was. Uh, that's kind of like how this question came about because when you we were asking, and I had to like really, truly think about it. I was like, oh wow, uh, 
if I had to like choose a senshi or a character that um, related to me personally, it would be Pluto. Um, you know, I'm very much an introvert. Um, you know, I you know, even like loving Sailor there wasn't. I didn't have a group of friends that liked Sailor Moon. It was just like me. Um, so I kind of felt like ostracized is, is kind of a strong word, but that's how it felt. Uh, and I think that, you know, Pluto relates to me in such a way where it's like, yes, I'm okay with this, you know, introversion. You know, I'm okay being by myself. I'm okay doing things on my own. But there's still that yearning to be a part of something greater than myself and uh, wanting to be with uh, you know the chibi yusas and the usagis of the world so i still relate to pluto in that way that and you know technically being the oldest you know slash mentor slash big brother um um, in this community as well as like in real life so i think that that's always uh, been my answer it's interesting. I think a lot of these answers will change um, with time, you know, with age, with experiences, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever related to Pluto until just now. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. Okay. Oh, God. Is this, is this midlife crisis? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can definitely relate to not having any, like, Sailor Moon friends. I didn't really know many people that liked it. Um, like, I got introduced to it, actually, by a friend but then, like, they moved away. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really well, start that's making a, great a lot of Sailor Moon friends. Yeah, that's a great until... lead-in. Yeah. So oh. tell us how you got into Sailor Moon. <laughs> Good segue. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, it's... I do remember, as, like, um, very young, catching it when it was on syndicated television, so, like, UPN or one of those type of stations. Um... And I kind of think it was the episode with, um, during the Doom Tree arc where Venus gets her little upgrade and it's with the school kids. Because I, like, have a kind of memory of that. But after that, like, I never saw it again. Ever. <laughs> like, I think little kid me, like, completely forgot about it. Right. Until, like, Toonami and a, a friend, this friend I had met after I had moved um, introduced me to like that and along with like Dragon Ball and everything that was on Toonami at the time right. and then like Sailor Moon really stuck <laughs> and uh, when the revival started picking up back like when we started hearing things about it in 2010, 2011 I really dove back into the fandom I hadn't really been in the fandom until around that time and you said a friend introduced you to it and then they moved away <laughs> yeah they moved away like um see she introduced me i was probably 11 or 12 i know i was in like junior high like so seventh or eighth grade um and then she moved away either my ninth or tenth grade in in high school at that point um so and like we didn't actually obsess over sailor moon together she we we just like kind of obsessed over anime and like nerdy things (laughs) (laughs) and dan what about you how did you get into sailor I was actually able to see it when it was uh, in syndication very early on. don't really remember too much about that, though. I just remember uh, seeing it initially because one of my brother's friends was uh, telling him about Dragon Ball Z, which was also syndication at the time. So when we got to 
you know, get up early to, you know, check that out. We saw that in the process and we didn't really get up too early that often, but we got cable not too much later. And interestingly enough, that was also about the same time that it uh, came on Tsunami for the first time. And that's where it uh, picked up from there. Marina? Okay, so I'm going to give a little preamble about how uh, Canadian media works. Okay. Um, the regulatory board, CRTC, um, they have a, a stipulation that at least 30% of all broadcast media, so like television and radio, has to be uh, produced or, or starring Canadian actors. And because the deep dub um, and Cloverway dubs were produced in Toronto, the Sailor Moon dub uh, counted as CanCon. And YTV, which is sort of like Nickelodeon, um, gave Sailor Moon a really big push. Uh, and I happened to watch a, an ad for it, like literally minutes before its premiere day in August 1995. So I was like, oh, a female superhero. That's like Batgirl. I will watch this. <laughs> and um, I happened to just start from the very first episode and instantly got hooked and I, I did not know back then that I just watched the show that would literally change my life but I've been <laughs> around as about as early as a North American fan can be around right. and kind of fell off with the fandom around the early 2000s because I was in high school at the time and then with the revival got back into it and decided you know what I remember these old websites that I used to go to when I was a kid and all the information and resources I'd like to pay it forward and do that for future generations so to speak so i i i just feel like i was always meant to watch watch silly moon and and have my life changed by it so thanks ytv thanks seriously isn't it interesting how those things like work out (laughs) jason how about you so I want to say it was about fall of 1997. I was watching, I caught it in the syndication on uh, USA. And what I think of the first episode I saw was uh, Jupiter's first appearance. Okay. I was just, there was something about the animation, something about the story, something about when I caught the next episode the following day, the previous episode actually mattered. And that was just like blew my mind compared to what you're used to in um you know standard western animation where every episode is just its own like self-contained story so i remember i kept a yellow post-it note next to my tv as i was desperately you know in these pre-internet days you just listen for characters names but you don't necessarily catch it so like i was writing down every little information or bit of information i could it was like was her name lita rita (laughs) you know um and then eventually I, uh, you know, went to the good old 1997 era internet to try to look up information about it. You know, that, that was basically my first introduction. Now, what was absolutely horrible, though, is that the syndication ended somewhere during the, um, was it, so right after they got the Rainbow Crystals together and right during the, like, Malachite arc, as it was called back then. <laughs> and so I didn't get to see the end of it. So I called, I opened up a phone book. Some of you may not know what that is, but it's a big <laughs> book with phone numbers for every store in the city. I don't know what a phone book is. Don't discredit me. Thank God. <laughs> and I called every blockbuster in town asking, do you have Sailor Moon? And they're probably like, what the hell? <laughs> and I found a blockbuster 
and made my parents drive me to the other side of town and I rented the glorious pink hologram cassette tapes. And, Amazing. Uh, that was, uh, I, I mean, love those you things. still, you didn't get to watch them necessarily in order, but that was, you know, where I got my introduction. I saw the end of the series and what I thought was the end of the series. And that, that just it blew my mind until I eventually stumbled across the Doom Tree box sets about six months later. Wow. Let's take it so far back. I love it. Phone books. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and next, what about you? Oh, man. Okay, so summer 1995. <laughs> about to enter my second year of high school. Um, and I was excited for one game and one game only, Chrono Trigger, which oh. I didn't know was going to shape my life as well. Um, and... <laughs> um, I remember seeing commercials before episodes even aired for toys of um, of Sailor Moon. Like I saw, like you know, they, they you know they, they would have these the, the commercials for like the dolls and and some of the, the wands and such. And then I remember them saying things like a little moon power will take care of them. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess this is like Girl Power Rangers, right? I didn't know that was an accurate statement, then, but right. uh, but that that was the only logic that I you know could, could assign to it and I, I remember waking up on a Saturday morning and watching the pilot episode for the US which was the first episode from what we now know as Sailor Moon R and I was like oh this is cool you know I, I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed the song I, I I for me as far as I knew that was the first episode because it started like a first episode you know so I didn't know it was episode 41 or 47 depending on your count um, so um, you know I watched that and then I saw that it was airing on TV regularly, and I was like, "Wait, what happened to those twins in the in the tree?" And but I've been in. I was watching the actual first episodes. I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, I, so I watched the initial run, the initial syndication. I remember that they after they defeated Queen Beryl, they actually showed the episodes out of order and showed the Black Moon story first, and then showed the Doom Tree arc. I um, remember that using, too. That I'm so mixing weird. names up. Yeah, it was such a weird thing because I'm like seeing new weapons and powers, and I'm like, "What is going on here?" Um, so yeah, I, I, after that though, I, I like sought out bootleg tapes to keep going. Like in the, in '97, I made a friend um, named Lizette. You might, some of you might know her. She goes by Sailor Ecstasy. She's a like a, a cosplayer. She does a lot of Sailor Moon cosplay. Um, and yeah, she helped me get tapes to get access to the Japanese episodes, and it just kept going from there um, until I got all 200 episodes by 1999. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you to VKLL for all those subs. Oh, <laughs> Thank wow. you, VKLL. Yes, exactly. Oh, and, yes. And, you know, just just in a, as an addendum, like I, when I got into PGSM, that's also when I got accepted to the JET program to teach English out there. So, like, I'll always associate PGSM with that. And I'm shocked that it's the 20th anniversary this year. But maybe know, we'll talk right? about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I could, I, it's definitely like, I'm feeling all the nostalgia right now. Um, I remember seeing um, Moon Prison Pal for the first time on USA. I was getting ready for school one day and my dad had TV on and I just was mesmerized by this transformation. And I remember specifically thinking when the ribbons went around her hands, I didn't, I was like, what did the, it, it was such a fast glimpse because I was like, why did the ribbons go around her hands and they didn't do anything? Cause I thought it just like revealed her skin, not gloves. Um, I remember uh, that specifically. I didn't get in. That was like maybe the fifth grade when I saw that. Fifth or fourth grade when I saw that. I didn't start watching Sailor Moon until it was airing on Tsunami itself. And 
Um, I was I was actually talking about this on Twitter, where I was like, when I first watched it, I wanted to know more about it, so I went on the Wild Wild West internet that was, you know, 97 at that time, and went to the Astronomical Sailor Moon Observatory. <laughs> and... Uh, just basically reading up on uh, these characters, but also getting really confused uh, because the creator of that site had also made up his own characters on top of it. So I was like, okay, so not only are there these, you know, like, there's more to just Sailor Moon and stuff like that, there's these other characters that I had yet to see, not even realizing that it was fan art or anything like that. Like, like, are you I talking about like Sailor Nebula or something like that? Because I kind of well, remember stuff like that. <laughs> uh, it was a uh, what I specifically remember from that site was Sailor Earth was uh, Molly's younger sister Tara, uh, Sailor Sun, and then there was a Sailor Queerness. I can't remember the other names, but those three characters stuck out to me. There may have been a Nebula character, uh, and then it was called it was called Sailor Moon X at the time. But then the website changed and it was changed to Sailor Moon E. And I'm just still amazed at how during that time that they were able to create that logo and that website and these and this fan art uh, during that time. Like he even had like many gifts and everything. How did he, how was this person able to do all that? Because I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you how I could like like how to even do that now. And I'm a graphic, I'm a graphic designer by trade. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember, like you know, when I was 16, and I was in the Up and Down program, and we were like, we would go to the mall, and I would buy uh, the Day of Destiny tape, and I was by myself on a college campus uh, in the summer watching that tape by myself. Everybody thought I was like kind of weird for liking Sailor Moon, and I was the only one that liked it. So, <laughs> such such a such a weird time. It's it definitely different in comparison to Lumi's exposure to Sailor Moon because she started when she was a kid, a kid kid. Yeah, I was a little baby when I started it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. So I remember you telling us that you were a little kid around the time the Deep Dub and the Cloverway Dub was on the air. Yeah. So when I first started watching it, I don't think the Cloverway Dub came out till I was in like second grade because all that, all the only thing that was on the internet, or at least the only thing that was like out there for me to watch was the Deep Dub. Uh, Because when my, because Fun fact, I actually didn't get into Sailor Moon myself. My aunt was the one who introduced me to it because, and Grace is going to love this, because I actually was, before this, into Power Rangers. So my aunt was like, well, because I was also having like a really bad, like nervous, jittery day before my first day at kindergarten because I, ooh, I had really bad social anxiety and separation from my mom. Like I could not be separated from my mom. Like, there was one, like, fun fact, there was one day that we had to go get my pictures taken, and my mom was, like, trying to get me to leave her side, and I was screaming, holding onto her leg. It was so bad. Um, but my aunt, she was like, yeah, well, you know, if you do good at kindergarten today, we'll, you know, watch this. 
you know, something for you to look forward to. And I was like, okay. So, you know, as I said, like many times, like I, you know, came back from kindergarten, my aunt showed it to me. And I was like, ooh, because only because at the time, Deke Dub was the only one that was available on, you know, YouTube. And then, you know, after Deke Dub was finished, which I didn't realize Deke Dub was finished because my aunt, she was like, uh, well, there's no more Sailor Moon. I had to finish classes. But I didn't know at the time until she had told me later that that was it for Sailor Moon. And then I picked it back up in fourth grade when they had the Cloverway dub out and then when they had Sailor Stars out. Um, and I think by the time I had watched Sailor Stars, um, I was able to watch that when I hit sixth grade, I believe. Fifth or sixth grade is when I hit it. Yeah, sixth grade is when I watched Sailor Stars. Um, and that's when I finally had every episode out on YouTube. So I, you know, began my journey when I was a little baby, but I had to take a little break because they didn't have everything up on YouTube at the time. Um, so I could watch all at once. It was all up being uploaded slowly. And at the time, that was when you could like watch every anime under the earth on YouTube. <sighs> but it was specifically like in parts or is it playlist or is it like Capitano 1? I don't know if anyone remembers that, but I specifically wrote, or it was Capitulo, for example, like Sailor Moon, Capitulo, or Capit Capitano 1. Right. But, tee -hee, yeah, that's my little story. Uh, we're the generation before YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember when YouTube had, like, everything. It was, it right. was pretty nice to have it there as an option. But I was, I'm from the days of like torrenting your anime that you couldn't get. <laughs> I, I'm from the days that. of VHS tapes. Oh, VHS tapes, I yes. Have, <laughs> I have one bootleg VHS tape from that and it was it was a bunch of yeah. Dragon Ball movies that I had to like convince my mom, please give me money and let me send it to the stranger on the internet. <laughs> I want to see these Dragon Ball movies. <laughs> right, yeah. Does anyone yeah. else uh, remember when Crunchyroll had uh, fan sub PGSM episodes? Yes, I remember when Crunchyroll was originally like a... It was a pirate site. It was a pirate site, yeah. Yeah, I, just <laughs> I remember wanna, going to it. Yeah, I just want to like give a little, like, little shout out to Eternal Roots <laughs> because that was the only way I could watch oh, PGSM God. back in 2003. And bless her heart because she uploaded these 25, 30 minute episodes into these bite sized zip, zip file chunks because there was no way you could download huge files on the internet back then. Um, and they were unsub, raw TV airings of PGSM. And so we'd watch them in their little parts. And then we had to go to the, the recap website that basically gave the synopsis of what actually happened because we couldn't understand what was going on. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was definitely a wild time, you know. I copied some of those onto CDs actually. Like <laughs> I did too. Um, I did yeah, too. <laughs> I still have a couple, and they, and it's funny because they had the actual commercials. It was like buy this too, you know. Yes, it was, you know, it was yes. So wild to see like like it's like here's Sailor Luna, and now here's her toys, and I'm like, yes. oh my god, right? Uh, unapologetically, <laughs> right? Oh my I've god. got like a, a a bunch of DVD ROMs of the Sailor Moon Center fan subs, and it's like 14 DVD ROMs. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. I just call it the Stacko Sailor Moon, and 
I, I hope I still have them. I, I yes. know I have like the, the video files. I, I hope I have the DVD ROMs. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one thing that I like one like a realization that I'm also coming to like in the midst of this conversation is that I'm a Sailor Moon hoarder because mm. this stuff was so hard Man. to get a hold of. So I'm literally like holding on to everything it's not and not just Sailor Moon but like other anime like that I had to download like over the years but Sailor Moon more specifically where it's like even though I have better versions of the show I still have like multiple iterations like I have the Sailor Moon Center version I also have uh you know like I have the Sea of Serenity PGSM I have Miss Dream (laughs) PGSM, and I even have like some of the uh, older episodes. I just can't let them go for some reason. I'm like, I'm gonna need these one day. <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> um, people who have been around for a while, like we've experienced, like the the rights coming and going, and Toy exactly. being like, "No, you can't have this anymore." And so we're we're kind of being. We, we have to hoard because if we don't, we will lose this stuff. And there is yes. stuff that we have already lost. Like yeah. all, all of the, the old websites and like the entirety of Geocities, for instance. Exactly. So, yeah. So rest in um, peace. That, that's one thing that like Dan and I kind of work together with it in terms of uh, archiving is like we've, we've got to keep this stuff because if someone doesn't keep it, it's gone. Yes, it's gone. And that's, that's like, I love Miss Dream because they were the, that's, that's how I got into the musical revival was through Miss Dream. But then when they got struck and they had to take their content down, I lost it. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you, I was really nervous when that happened. I was like, oh my God, I hope they don't come after us. (laughs) Well, just, just so you know, I have every copy that you have. So if you need them, let me know because they're on. No a ten terabyte hard drive in my room right now. I've, I've got my backups too. <laughs> but it's just like so crazy because, and and I, I, it's it's not it's it's I can't call it FOMO. It's not fear of missing out, but it's like I just like it makes me worry because this stuff is so hard to get. Like even if it's easier than it was in the nineties, it's not as easy you know it's it's still kind of like unless you really know who to go to or where to go to it's really hard to find that stuff yeah um especially some of the older fan subs i have people asking me quite often about um the pgsm kirari super lives and it's like we never got around to doing anything with those but i still have the ryusei subs of it so i keep it upload on my G, uh, my Google Drive so whenever somebody's like, hey, do you have this? And I was like, yes, have it. Yes. I share like all me. my stuff. If, if anybody ever has something they're looking for, there's a chance I'll probably have it as, um, and <laughs> I will gladly upload and share recordings? it. What was that? Do you have the Shining Moon recordings? Um, no, those I didn't really try to archive. Um, <laughs> Because there's still a lot on YouTube um, of people that actually went and stuff. Um, I didn't get into that. I did have some members from our Discord. Like, they saved up, like, just about every photo you could think of. And I do have, like, those uploaded to the website. I just never did anything with it. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those events that you could not record it. So I was just like, (laughs) oh. That is something I do wish I could have something 
Right. She could have gone. Shout out to Z because uh, Sea of Serenity is like her saving grace. So she does like all the little dance moves from uh, Tidari Super Live. So she. Yes, she does. Lo- she loves it. She swears by you guys. Like, that's Aww. how I was able to watch um, the, Kagu- the Kaguya musical because I had been like foaming at the mouth wanting to see it when yeah. it got first got announced. The and whole- she was like, oh, the Discord. <laughs> Yeah, when the whole um, takedown thing happened, that's what led me to wanting to do the Discord. Because I was just like, you know what? Um, If they make me take my website down, that's fine. I'll just share everything over Discord and slowly upload things to various uh, cloud services. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like, trust and believe, like, you know, between, like, Mystream and... Um, sea of Serenity, as well as like Torrents. Torrents have been a lifesaver yes. for me, but it's like you know, it's Torrents are much like Sailor Moon merchandise. You have to hop on those things fast because they die so quickly. Yeah, and um, I don't know how y'all feel about like talking about actual torrent sites on here because I know there's like all these you know there's copyright issues and stuff. But um. So give me the okay if I can like drop a name or not. Yeah, I would. I would. You know, like honestly, it's 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 kind of like a do at your own risk thing. Right. Like, right. You know, exactly. Like be, you know, like be mindful of your internet. Make sure you have your antivirus yes. in check and stuff that, like that. And like, and you know, be mindful. Like yes, technically we are all um right <laughs> copyright issues here, but uh, Nia.c Yes. Is still a great one for Sailor Moon stuff and other and tons of other stuff. But I will, right. I usually go check it out because every now and then somebody puts up like a, oh, we decided to try to do our own HD upgrade of the Sailor Moon anime, our our rips where they did something and it looks better than the Viz's DVDs or so. You never know what you find. I mean, speaking right. of lost media, to a certain extent, what's really kind of bizarre is that over time the Deke versions themselves are becoming a lost media. Uh, yes. Like with yes. Facebook groups and Reddit groups, like every other post is where can I find the version with Serena? And most of the time we have to tell them, you're SOL. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, like, know someone, the, yeah. the DVD ISOs on archive.org and I grabbed those because yes. I wanted oh, nice. to the audio <laughs> for like the, the in-episode version of Only a Memory Away, for instance, but I think those got taken down and it's it's like well what are we supposed to do like this is a version that while flawed is still worth archiving like right and then we give people this version and where can we talk about talent (laughs) (laughs) i have to tell everybody how how much talent i have right thank goodness um, for archive.org for kind of like for people submitting to that's where I got a lot of the VHS because that's honestly the best version of the dub is to watch the edited VHS version. The DVD yes. version doesn't necessarily like measure up, especially like with the Cloverway. Yeah, um, so uncut. Yeah, because it's uncut, so it's like a, so when I make like when I talk about like the deep dub and Cloverway and stuff like that, like it's like as much as I love the English cast, like, uh, I think it was Myrna, was it Myrna that said, like, the narrative and the writing? Yeah, you know, like, like yeah. Quest- questionable. are not to blame. Because I will never, I will never forgive Cos- Moon Cosmic Dream action. Oh, God. I hit the roof. <laughs> I remember when it first aired, because we were, like, I was talking about this, because I had one other friend that I shared, like, the Sailor Moon experience with when 
when S and Supers came on the air on Toonami and we like lost our shit. Like we were jumping around. I was around. so excited back then. <laughs> so excited. And then like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool. And then Supers first aired and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to hit, you hear them saying Moon Crisis Power. And I'm like, here it comes. Moon Cosmic Dream. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh. I was like, they did not. And that, and if I ever hear the phrase Mars Flame Shooter, I'm going to oh, shoot God. someone over I forgot that. about that one. <laughs> it definitely is a product, that adaptation is a product of its time. Definitely. Um, and speaking of at least the deep dub, I know I have downloaded on a hard drive the, the you know, the Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon R, mm. and it's like, I don't think it's the I guess it's the original deep dub. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's got all like the transitions and everything. So, yeah. you know, if anybody ever wants it, <laughs> hit me up. I probably have it. As I do. As poor hard drive's I do. not dead. I do. I want to relive my childhood. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll dig it up. Um, I'm working on trying to back up some stuff to my fiance's like her media server too, because she wants to have some of all the raw files that I have. I so, can't tell you we'll how gutted I was when I learned that they had changed Luna's voice actress from that old British lady off of the Sailor Moon S movie. What? Like I'd been oh, looking for that for years. British lady. She that, like, you know, her and her old British lady voice acting like a 14 year old girl. That like, was oh so, so cringe. Weird. <laughs> so cringe. Like, honestly, by the time the, the Pioneer Optimum movies came out, like on the heels of the subbed Japanese movies, it was like, it was like, it was trying to, it was trying to hit the nostalgia buttons but I feel like they were mashing them so hard. I was just like, it was just so... I think we remember in something different. It was teeth grinding to watch. I was like, was it always this bad? Hmm. <laughs> it's understandable. I feel that way when I try to rewatch some of that old stuff. Yeah, I was like, oh gosh, it just, it's just not the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what you watched, Lily, but I remember... Like, what, I, I bought all three movies, all three English movies that were basically inspired by the deep dub, even though it wasn't deep dub, it was Pioneer that did those movies. And it was good to hear the cast again, but it just, it just was not the same. And I, and sorry, but the high pitched Uranus and Serena's mom is okay. Neptune. <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, that's also to be fair. The last time I watched deep dub was when I was a child, so I don't remember any of the deep dub voices because when I tried to like look for the deep dub, like I could not find it. So I do not remember how the deep dub sounds like, other than like for me. And like even then, when it came to the movies, I don't. The only movie I watched in English was the power of the rose and that's for that one song that comes on at the end that oh, Grayson gosh. absolutely hates but I'm I, rubbing in his face every I don't, single time I don't hate power of love let's be clear like, power of love is he doesn't near, like it it's near and dear to everyone's heart I and I can accept that I'm sorry that sounds max I don't you know, know what you talking about I, I kind of go back Wait. and forth about how I feel about power of love because like the scene it was originally uh, written for was the battle between Neo Queen Serenity and Death Phantom, but right, perfectly there. But 
it does not work in the R movie because they no, had to, it doesn't. They had to repeat a verse and like yeah. the R movie was perfect and Moon Revenge. Yeah, yeah. In Revenge comparison to Moon Revenge, it just it just does not hold a light to it. it and and I'm, I'm I'm a Carry On fan. That's my power of love. It's Carry oh, On. Yes. That was that was it was so good. And I'm just no other song just like could not does not hit the spot for me nostalgia wise. I have to interject here because um, I actually sung for the Sailor Symphony many years ago in 2016. Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's of, so cool. Uh, is, okay, can you tell us what you <laughs> haven't um, and, done? And because <laughs> he was there. We sung together. I had the picture and we did those songs along with some Japanese songs when she wasn't there, you know, but yeah, and it was kind of cool to like see her like embrace the fandom so many years after the fact because she didn't realize how people got like you know it's a religion to us you know so it was kind of cool that they just see her now she's a fan in a different way you know like in, right. in a very different way but yeah we we sung power of love and carry on along with it was like a whole medley that we put the performance was in new york with um sailor symphony um, that's so amazing yeah. i remember watching that that's so cool <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so i was, I was there. archived anywhere asking for a friend it wasn't archived. It wasn't. I was so mad. I was ah. like, dude, did you record it? And he's like, no. And I'm like, we didn't record this. Like, I have like one little clip of me, like, you know, in the background, but you could barely see me. I was wearing like a green shirt because I was supposed to channel Jupiter. But, um, but yeah, they, you know, because, you know, they, they see my karaoke videos. That's how, that's how I got got the, the the part to be part of like the Sailor Symphony with like oh you do Sailor Moon karaoke all the time so why don't you join us I was like okay oh so Bobby gosh. hit me up directly <laughs> Bobby's based in New York as well and you know you you guys have seen Sailor Symphony right like the yeah. like mm-hmm. the remixes yeah yeah, yeah. So I know him personally so like you know he's, That's why he's I was really like, cool so shocked but... to hear that you're a part of it like an- another amazing. like unknown fact about you that you're not sharing <laughs> until now it's just <laughs> Yeah, I'm holding a picture right now with me and Jennifer C. Is there a way to send that here in this chat? No, I'll send it to you later then. But yeah, it was in 2016. It was a dope, (laughs) dope moment. Yeah. But yes. We will not shade Power of Love here. Even though it does not belong in the Even though it does not belong in the Lumi, you and me. You and me. Because I never said anything. I did not. I don't hate Power of Love. It's just not my jam. Okay? I. I never said I, that you heard it. I said that you don't too. like it. You did too. Don't make me rewind the tape on you. Moment. you know that, right? It's just like our two different words. Because Grayson hates Power of Love. That's exactly what you said. Okay, well, that's not how I meant it. I meant that you well, don't like you Power know, of Love. Well, that's what you said. So Okay, people... well, that's not how I meant it, you biscuit. How are you going to call me names for you saying what you said? It's like... Well, he does. I don't hate it. I just it's just because not, it's I'm just getting my myself. licks back no, for all the times you tease me. Okay, how about something. you get your licks back with facts and truth instead of making up stuff? How about that? <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's okay because you're just waiting to get bit. You're just waiting to get bit. <laughs> you about to get bit? You keep lying on me. <laughs> This soggy yeah. and she views the dynamic as show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is yeah. It's okay to be a hater, Grayson. I'm not a hater. I don't hate power of love. <laughs> you just don't like it, You're and not. that's okay. It's not my jam. It's not my body. And that's perfectly valid. And that's okay. And I'm not saying that's not valid. I'm just saying. 
you don't like it, and that's okay. Which that's I have said I before, it. it's okay, but you don't like it. You just a hater. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, since since you know, since you have so much to say, maybe you can answer this next question. No, thank you. No, go ahead. So, you know, so no. seeing as you have grown up with Sailor Moon since you were a little kid, and you're you. baby of the group, mm. what what does the Sailor Moon franchise as a whole mean to you? Can I not go first? You know how no, it feels no. to go first. No, go ahead. Go first. You know what? I think Sia Serenity actually wants to really answer this question. How about you what answer? You, how about you kick it off for Sia Serenity for us? Just throw Brittany under the bus like that. <laughs> now you really got to answer the question. <laughs> they never said whether or not they'd like to answer first. Would you like to answer for Sia Serenity? No, go No, I asked you first. Answer the question. Is your guys Sia Serenity, Grayson? If you're going to answer, you're not going to answer at all. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. Can I really finish chewing my pizza, please? No, answer the question. Eat your pizza. Tell us, tell us what the Sailor Moon franchise means to you. How does how does how does it what does it mean to you? Like, to I'm chewing my pizza. Give <laughs> me a second. You don't have a second. You were waiting to be last like you always do, and now I'm calling you out. Come on. I'm like, no, I'm chewing my pizza. I'm chewing the pizza. I'll show you. You know what? Fine. Eat your pizza. I'm chewing your pizza. I, I have this imagine you asked her the question and she was like, oh, this is a great time to just start eating the pizza. Exactly. <laughs> no, I've been so eating you know this pizza for five it's, minutes. It's, it's fine, Lily. No, I have legit four pieces. Okay, I, I'm ready. I did not I say, that, I did not say that you were I did not say that you were lying. I didn't say I didn't believe you. But Brittany, please tell us what Sailor Moon means to you. <laughs> sure. You know what? Y'all just kind of get bit. <laughs> um. Oh, I mean, like Sailor Moon, kind of. I want to say it kind of literally came off personality, sort of. Like I just like hyper fixated on this so much, and it influenced me. Um, it got me into art and drawing, which eventually led me going. Um, you know studying art in college even though I ended up like getting really burnt out and didn't do anything with my degree but it still has a lot of meaning to me like it just I just love it so dear it's so close to me it means so much and um what's been really amazing is with my fiance she never watched it before and we've been able to watch it together I've been showing her the anime and the musicals and the live action and she has fallen in love with it and I love that I've been able to bond with her over Aww. this it it's like been one of the best things ever like it's made me so happy <laughs> i am happy for you because i want that <laughs> it's oh my god get you a partner that will love sailor moon as much as you because it is the best <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i remember when i was a kid uh and i was uh dating my high school sweetheart time and i would literally get off the phone with them at four o'clock to watch sailor moon I'm like, oh like they were like, oh, I love you. No, I love you more. Oh, it's four o'clock. Sailor Moon's on. I gotta go. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Dan, what does Sailor Moon mean to you? That's uh, I don't even know how to answer the question anymore. It was it was definitely one of the uh, first uh, series that uh, that I really connected with. That I really felt the need to like 
dive further into like other shows like might have enjoyed she was like the first one that i kind of like dove head first into so it's always got that kind of like first uh i guess that first love kind of feel right and that's really just kind of uh and it's always been more interesting the more i dive in and yeah that that's probably the best way i can answer that question I, I, I have to agree because I think that as long as Sailor Moon has been around, I'm still learning um, things that I didn't even know back then. Thank you, Jason, for all the fun facts. Um, <laughs> but I think it's very interesting that even now, like 20 years later, like, we are still learning more about Sailor Moon and, and newer Sailor Moon content is coming out. So I think it's a very interesting time like i was telling sailor tortilla the other day you could have hit me over the head when they told us that we were getting a revival of the anime because that did not seem like it was ever going to be on the horizon for us as sailor moon fans so it was definitely a pleasant surprise and you know we're very lucky to still be here in this space to be able to experience it you know for the first time and acknowledge it and stuff like that so i think that we're all very fortunate in that respect. Marina, what does Sailor Moon mean to you? It is just the greatest expression of love and joy for me because, like, when I was a kid, um, I got my mother into the series, and I know how ridiculously lucky I was there because she would watch it with me. She'd happily order the fan subs. Uh, we'd talk about it for hours, and she carved out her own little niche in the fandom because. She published uh, fan fiction, um, mostly co- about Mamoru and Usagi. Her her name was Pandora Diane Macmillan, and we like we, we loved Sailor Moon, and we got into anime. Like my, my baby sister has the name of an anime character. I'm not going to say it here because privacy reasons, but okay. <laughs> and just like I met my my husband on Twitter because we were both anime fans, and like. He mostly watched things like Fist of the North Star, so I got him into the series, and he absolutely loves it and how we talk about the series. And it's it's just been wonderful because like I lost my mother three years ago, and I miss dearly being able to talk with her about it. And I'm also really really grateful that while like others like I didn't have real life Sailor Moon fans, like I had my family. And I had my online friends, and I, I don't know if I would still be here without Sailor Moon, without the love and compassion and understanding that she she expresses. That, like, and things like with Haruka in particular, like how she, as like a non gender conforming lesbian, like it helped me to understand who I was as a queer person. Like, oh, I'm not straight. I'm not cis. And that's okay. I'm right. awesome. And it's like, I, I I could never leave Sailor Moon behind because she is so much a part of me and everything that I am and everybody that I know. And I am so grateful she is in my life. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love it. It's, that's definitely... It's, oh, you have me at loss of words. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank for you. Sharing that I'm just crying a little because I miss my. Oh. <laughs> Yosinex, what about you? 
Well, I say this all the time, and I mean it. Um, I mean, Salem is probably the closest thing I have to a religion. I mean, think about it. We have a Holy Grail. We have an Old and New Testament of the manga oh, and, and the different <laughs> versions and stuff like that. So, you know, in a way, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's. But it's more than that for me. I mean, it connected me to some of my friends. Like, um, just just to quickly go through some of it. Like, one of my friends in high school, someone called her Sailor Moon, and then we just started talking from that point, and we're still friends to this day. Another friend of mine in college was looking at Sailor Moon websites, and I tapped her shoulder. Was like, "You're into Sailor Moon too?" And you know, I just I've connected with so many people um, through this series over the years, and um, it led me to studying Japanese. And and I, I have to say, it, it's definitely one of the things alongside with video games that um, you know it encouraged me to like, yeah, let's go to Japan for a while. I've never left Brooklyn before, but let's go to Japan and do something <laughs> crazy. Um, and you know that was a very hard time, like uh, going out there, you know, pre YouTube, pre social media, pre pre Google Maps. But I made it, I made it out alive, I guess. But uh, yeah, just it, it, it's connected me to so many things. And like I, you know, um, I think I'll just always be a fan for life. If I were to ever get, a, if I were ever to have the courage to get a tattoo, I'd want to get a tattoo of um, Akuryo Taisan, like the scroll on my arm. Oh, on fire, nice. but I don't have the courage to get a tattoo. I don't have the courage to get a tattoo. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I, you I, should. I'm so I, jealous. I, I, I would love that. I would love. Get that. a bookmark. <laughs> yes, I, and you know what? I was so mad I missed that. Like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do it later. I'm gonna do it later, and I kept forgetting. And I was like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have gotten your bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> there's wait, there's a bookmark. Yeah. Actually, I went through an independent producer in uh, Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm so but jealous I'm... of Chiba Wolf, uh, Brooke from Sailor Moon uh, Fan Network. She has the Cosmic Heart Compact tattoo um, on her. I like, love her tattoo. Her it's so cool, yeah. and I'm like, I wish I had. I have two um, Sailor Moon tattoos. One is more like Sailor Moon inspired. And the one, the other one was my very first tattoo, and it's um, the little bunny, moon, and star from the bed sheets. And oh, it's cute. down on my, it's by my ankle. Yeah. And I have plans for others, but like money. <laughs> it's not cheap. Like, I, I have chronic pain, so like I imagine that a tattoo is probably not very good for someone with a low pain threshold, but yeah, I always I wanted uh, the Saturn symbol in purple UV ink so it would glow mm. in the dark. Oh, that would really be really cool. cool. Oh wow, yeah. Wow, that's that's really cool. Um, Sailor Moon definitely means a lot to me. Um, I think it's like, and I've seen some commonalities in some of the answers um, from our guests, like over our past few episodes, where we've picked up uh, a lot of our values from Sailor Moon, especially when it comes to friendship and relationships. Uh, it sometimes defines like how we work or how we do our careers. Uh, you know, I aspire to being a graphic designer or working for a web design company when I was younger, and now I'm working in human services, helping people um, every day. So, and I think that the compassion and the love that Usagi gives to the friends, her friends and her people around her uh, definitely inspires me to try to be the best person that I can be on a daily basis. So Sailor Moon has always been kind of a guiding um, like 
force for me when it comes to, you know, how I treat myself and how I treat others and stuff like that, because I definitely want to put my best foot forward when it comes to any interactions that I have in spite of my social anxiety. It's like, it's easier for me to shy away from those interactions. But I think that, you know, Usagi kind of gives me that courage to kind of like step outside of myself and push forward and challenge myself to engage in that way, even though it's really hard for me to do that. Um, so it's she gives really... you the strength to carry on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's why it's my dream. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I said this with, um, Sailor Tortilla and Brooke was that, um, you know, Sailor Moon is a, like a solitary joy for me. I didn't really get to share it with, um, a lot of people, um, growing up and even into my adult life. My friends know what Sailor Moon is, but I don't think they have the level of appreciation for Sailor Moon that I have. So being able to engage with you guys in this uh, atmosphere is uh, very conducive to my heart because I don't get to have, I don't have these conversations every day. So I actually look very forward to um, these episodes because I don't get to really share this with anyone else. So it's like, even when I get Sailor Moon merch, it's like the first place I go was online to post it because no one else really appreciates it. I definitely can kind of empathize with that. I, I do currently have one friend who she likes Sailor Moon, but she's definitely nowhere near on the level I am. And she totally understands my level, but it's, it's so nice to have people to be able to like have these conversations with, like you said, um, having an online community has helped so much with that, like in forums and then now Discord and stuff. Right. And I think it's really, and I'm, and it's just like, I'm very appreciative that I'm able to, like, you know, actually meet you guys in this space because it's like I have, you know, that's one of the reasons why I want to do this episode as well because it's like, you know, people think that I'm like the source. I'm not the, I am not the source. I, I am being very clear on that. There are, you know, these places that I go to, Miss Dream, Sea of Serenity, Sailor Soapbox, Tercita Unmasked, on a daily basis. Like, it's not, it's like, it's almost religious in a sense where it's like, if I am, there are certain places that I go to get Sailor Moon information, Sailor Moon uh, media or pictures or what have you, because I know what it's like to not know where to go or where, or who to trust for this type of information or, you know, finding the right media because it's such, like, honestly, Sailor Moon is very much a niche community and it's not, it's not as, as big as the other fandoms or as, as accessible as the other fandoms. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but it just I feels agree like, with you. yeah, I, I okay. disagree <laughs> with that. Actually, I really yeah. much disagree with that. I don't know. I, 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 I see it. I, I see it more prevalent than I thought. You know, I, I felt that way for a long time, but maybe here in New York, at least, I see a lot of fans all the time, everywhere, of, of any gender, of any age. It's kind of interesting. Like, maybe people were hiding that they were fans for a long time, but yeah. I think it's bigger than we give it credit. You know, it wouldn't be like on Pluto TV for no reason. It wouldn't be, you know, like, they wouldn't attempt to release musicals in the U.S. for no reason, you know? Yeah, like, there's, like, yeah. it's, 
I guess it depends where you live. Like, cause yeah. here, yeah. there, like where I'm at, it's kind of a mixed bag. But I definitely do get recognition when I'm like wearing a shirt or like right. I always have like a shirt or um, a purse or I have I don't have so much stuff with Sailor Moon on it. And I always get, I'll get compliments constantly. But it's like, uh, but at the same time, I still don't run into it that often. But it, yeah, it's like here. a mixed bag. Yeah, I think there a are like a lot of people who, who watch it and love it and read it. And, but the, the people who like make it their whole lives, like all of us here, like it's, yeah. it's very insular. Like everybody knows everybody else. Like I, everybody uh, who is here, I follow on Twitter. They follow me back. Like we yeah. all know each other. That's that's the insular part, I think. is, is Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a group of crazies go to musicals from time to time because I was there with like Sailor Moon Obsession and, oh, and Brad go. and yeah. you know, Chiba Wolf and all that. You know, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Like, we make these and, wild pilgrimages. And to be fair, I think you're a little bit more well connected in the community than than I am per se. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely new in this particular space. Um, but for me, it's like when the movies, like when they showed Sailor Moon R movie in theaters, I, I didn't have any friends to go with. I actually finagled it in such a way where I, when I was looking at the boys and girls at the time, I took the kids there on a field trip. And mm. um, <laughs> It was, and I literally had to like warn them because you know the, the asteroid scene was coming up, and I was like, "Look here, you're about to see something that may not be appropriate for children, but if, you know, like you need to be mature <laughs> for, for the little kids that you are, because if you can show your maturity, then your parents will allow you to see like PG-13 movies more often." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like when I went to go see um, Le Mouvement Finale in the theaters, um, I went alone. There was, maybe there was like maybe four or five people in the theater itself. They didn't <laughs> even have any theaters mind. here showing it. <laughs> oh, it was so sad. I was the crazy singing along with it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I and people were like, why do you know these songs? And I'm like, I may have flown to Japan earlier last <laughs> Actually, I have a, a little story about that. Um, I went to my local theater to, to see uh, Le Mouvement Final, and one of the people who was working at the theater as like a, a, a at the box office, I went to middle school with. And she remembered me, and she remembered I was a huge Sailor Moon fan. Because oh, I knew Myrna was gonna be here, so I, I, I became I was the Sailor Moon girl back then. And it, it, it never changed, I guess. But that was a good time. Yeah, and um, even like on like uh, because like I didn't really like make my mark on the Sailor Moon community until I started my TikTok. And when I did TikTok, it was not because I wanted to gain a bunch of followers and views. I just didn't see enough Sailor Moon content from my experience. I was like, I, how am I a Sailor Moon fan? I'm not seeing any Sailor Moon content on TikTok. And when I did see Sailor Moon content, it was always like a cute little edit to a cute little song. And I'm just like, Sailor Moon is so much more than being cutesy wootsy. <laughs> and there's like so many like you know uh, visceral moments from the show that most people don't aren't even aware of. So when I started, uh, you know, I 
I posted the, the clip from Sailor Moon S when she turns into Super Sailor Moon without the Holy Grail. And people were amazed that something like that happened. And it really like was a nostalgic thing for a lot of people. Oh, I remember this scene. It was so cool. You know, please do more. And I, I had no intention of doing that. And so I made... So when I decided to make it like a TikTok thing and I had to choose a name, the Sailor Moon guy was the name that I came up with because it was like the one thing that the one thing that about my Sailor Moon experience is that I got a lot of flack because not only because I like Sailor Moon, because I was I, because I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, which is like so unfortunate that yeah. that was an issue during right. those times. Like and it, I think sometimes still a little bit definitely today it still is like even when like when i would go live or something like that people were surprised oh i thought you were a girl and oh i thought you know i didn't know you were a guy and oh you're black oh (laughs) i have to i have to admit i am definitely guilty of assuming most sailor moon fans (laughs) i've met online are usually girls i go they're girls first and then if they are male that's freaking awesome Yes, the, uh, you know, it's the, you know, the majority are women, but I was like, def- like, it definitely felt validating to um, see, like, Jason and Yosemax and uh, a friend of mine, Cypher, who are into Sailor Moon, so it was a very, a very validating experience for me, because uh, it was, because honestly, it felt like, it felt like I was, I'm like, I'm the only one. And I had to keep it a secret because I felt like I was the only one that felt that way. (laughs) Definitely not the first time I've heard male fans talk about it that way. Um, As I've met some over the years, it's definitely been like, yeah, we never could really talk about it with anybody, like, in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I spent time in Japan, it was like something that was, when I was teaching there, it was something that was like, ridiculed by my co-workers at first and now nowadays when I visit like as a tourist I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna fucking embrace the shit out of this and wear all the shirts I want and carry the wands to the musical and not give a fuck anymore yeah but but once upon a time um like I was like oh I guess I gotta keep it on the low but now I'm just like yeah I kept it on the low too and now my my, my work desk is covered in like compacts and ceremonies I'm like like, whatever posters no matter what i do i'm a guy gym right so yeah. it's like it doesn't matter i'm gonna be stared at funny just for existing i'm a guard guy of color so i'm gonna be stared at right you know funny so it doesn't even matter so just right. embrace it and lean all the way in and just, yeah, forget that's it, a know? silver yeah. lining so that's, of that's getting fun. older as well you yeah. start to just yeah. you, who cares what other people it's think not like, giving you, a you shit. do you yeah you do you you live yeah. your life as long as you're happy that's what matters yeah, and I just, you know, like I tell people now, like, just indulge in your quirks. It's fine. Like, yeah. you know, this is this is your time. Okay. And Lumi keeps popping off and on. I don't know what's going on with her. <laughs> um, but, you know, just to move along, because uh, I know that we have been talking for a while now, but, like, as far as, like, you know, Sea of Serenity, Mystery, um, and Sailor Soapbox, like, you know, how, like, what made you get started on these, like, like, what made you, like, this is the thing I'm going to do. Like, this is the project that I'm going to start. (laughs) Who wants to go first? (laughs) (laughs) 
No volunteers? Oh no. <laughs> I have no problems. <laughs> the Adderall's flowing, the, the mouth is moving, so let's go. <laughs> um, so, a uh, long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far, no. Uh, um, <laughs> so I, back when the revival started happening, I a new Sailor Moon form had started. I don't know if any of y'all remember the Galaxy Cauldron form. Yes. Yeah. And like at that point in time, I had yep. not known. I had not been on any of the other forms. Like I knew of Genfid, I knew of them, but I didn't really do forms, especially like really bigger established ones, because I always had a hard time getting into them. So yeah. anyway, I joined that form. I eventually became an admin on there. I was an admin for about five years with that wow. form. I met our my translator, who she goes by Akiko, and like even to this day, she's a very private person. She lives in New Zealand, so she's halfway across the world. We so we don't get to really talk a whole lot, especially in these last years. Um, and so I, I don't even know her like actual first name still. <laughs> like, and I've known this girl yeah. for ten years, and uh, but she's the one that really got me into the musicals and she essentially got me to watch them all um and at some point we were like talking and she had done a translation or two of some of the musicals back then I never like really as far as I remember she never put it up anywhere um just maybe like privately shared it and then like we got to talking and we were like man there's no um one complete translation of all the musicals. And this is before the Nelke musicals started back in 20... Let's see, was 14 the first Nelke? So it was like right before all that when we started this. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we opened the site in 13, <laughs> but we had already been like talking about this for a while. Um, so at this point, we're like, there's no one um, con- consistent translation of all the recorded Bandai musicals. And she really wanted to tackle that and um, have a place for it. And I was like, well, I have this domain name I've been sitting on. Like, I was going to make a forum with it, but I didn't do anything with it. It's like, we could make a website and I'll host it for you. And it just went from there. And like, I kind of always wanted to have a Sailor Moon site, but like, just never got far enough to do it. And that was kind of like my push to, to do it. So... Um, I had like, and I still have lots of ideas and things I want to do with it, but I'm really bad at follow through with most of my ideas. Um, But we at least got all the musicals done and we did the live action. And then we, of course, worked on the new shows. And like, those were really like what was important for us was getting most of that out and out into the public. So people have one place to get all of them and it's, a consistent translation that uses, you know, the same like romanizations for names and this all across it. So that was kind of like our initial goal with that. And that's how we got started all well, 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and you, you've done a great job. Um, Sailor Moon sites are very, like, they're very niche. So it's like, you know, you definitely want to do something that sets yourself apart from the others and also allow you to, like, you know, like stand in your own right and not like you know like be de- like dependent on others to you know inform your content. So right. you know the you know like that's why I was like oh my gosh like you you guys have become staples in this community because it's like you know like it's like basically 
yeah, there's the official Sailor Moon website, but these are the sites that you go to for your content because that's where you're going to get the most out of this fandom is from these sites. So definitely appreciate you doing that. And I'm so glad you're still around. Yeah, my my goal always was uh, even if we stop translating, which like we, we haven't really done much in the last, like, oh gosh, several years now as far as new translations. But my goal was even if we're no longer doing it, I want to have the website, like, always available. Like, I will, as long as I live, I will always pay for it. I will always keep it up. And... I want to have access to anybody. I mean, unless I get a cease and desist and I have to take the site down or something major happens. But even in that, I would try, like when I made my discord, that was like my intent of trying to find another way to distribute things. These, they're really hard to find media of Sailor Moon because there's no local release, like in the Americas or really outside Japan, um, as far as the musicals and live action series goes. So, um, that's always been my goal. It's it's going to be there. I'll whenever I get really old and gray, I will sure I'll find a um, predecessor <laughs> to take over. Uh, I'm sure, but I would like it to be one of those things that stays around as just like a static website for people to get their Sailor Moon stuff from. Yeah. So shout out to SailorMusic.net, Michelle Bacon. You are amazing. I really wanted you for this episode. <laughs> Yes, I love. I've used that website as a resource for years. <laughs> and the previous site, manga style, that was yes, so yes, manga style was yes. the only place I could go to get the art book pictures, and it's still and like, like my good source. quality scans. Yes, excellent. Dan, um, how how did Miss Dream come about? Because I remember stumbling on to Miss Dream, and it was it was a happy happenstance for me because it was like, where has this been in my life? started out as a uh, translation site, uh, doing translations on request. That was actually before I came on there. Uh, when I came on, like the goal of Mystery was to, uh, you know, similar to have like a uh, unified translation. The um, the manga had not uh, even been announced for its release yet, so that was like a big project that was going on when I uh, came on there. And you know, like I'd mentioned earlier, my Good work is usually behind the scenes, and I helped uh, manage that project to uh, maximize all the resources. We had so much stuff going on, but trying to get it done in the forums. So it was it was a challenge. And then, you know, as time went on, you know, we wanted to do more of like capturing everything we could, and that's how we got into scanning uh, RAWs. And things just kind of exploded from there. And yeah, just trying to keep that going as uh, as best that I can. Even now, still uh, taking stuff apart, scanning. <laughs> and we definitely appreciate you for it. Like I love when I get the updates on the stream. Like another backlog is done and stuff like that. And I love that you take your time doing it. Like it's not something. I, like I hope you don't feel pressured to do it. I, I don't feel any pressure. Like when you guys like do the updates i was like oh they you know they took their time doing this and it's good it's great and i'm glad that still chugging along and i have to give a shout out to you because you did sailing on sensor yep that is uh, correct uh we uh back in i think it was 
year 2000 at this point um, is where the three of us uh, kind of put our heads together and you know decided to make that uh, you know Bob had seen what had been uh, going on with Dragon Ball Z Uncensored and thought that would be good to do with Sailor Moon and he also recognized that one person would not be able to do all that <laughs> that's when he came to you know myself and Tiff and uh, it was funny because you know we would um, been arranging that trying to put that together and then the uh, Sailor Moon S dub just dropped on Toonami uh, with only a week's notice so we I actually know, had right? to shift gears <laughs> that, that actually caused us to uh, shift gears and delayed us in opening because we're like well it makes as much as you know we want to go through the uh, original two seasons you know the the new one's airing now <laughs> right so you know so we kind of shifted gears to try to make it so uh we could you know do as best we can with keep up with obviously we're not going to do it like you know we didn't do it live on the same day but right. we at least had comparisons up in time where you know the first reruns you could actually they, they'd be up in time so you could see like the first reruns and actually like go alongside so that was that was pretty cool being able to to do that it was really cool and i as as a fan of sailor moon uncensored and watching it like i like i literally was watching the show and looking at sailor moon uncensored because i was like they did cut things or they did change this so it was it was seamless on your guys end because i did not see any hiccups from what i experienced so it was definitely my source when I was young and learning about Sailor Moon and wanting to learn more than what was on TV. Yes. And I remember I remember finding it at some point and being like, oh my god, they robbed us of all this stuff. Yes. How dare they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that I I definitely have memories of like Sailor Moon Uncensored and several other fan sites from back then, like really showing me all these things, like what it was really supposed to be. It was such an amazing resource it was it was so clean the black background the logo and i love how like you know like when it was summarized it would show you like the different colored portion sections of the screen that was like this was cut or this was changed like it was oh yeah capturing those was certainly quite the uh But it was like, it was like me and my best friend at the time, we were like scouring Sailor Moon Uncensored. Yeah, yeah, they did do that. I can't believe they did that. And it was like, and we could tell, like even, uh, like they were like pointing out, like they used the movie transformations rather than the TV versions and stuff like that. So it's like a lot of stuff that I picked up and like tell people now I got from Sailor Moon Uncensored. So definitely... Like, that's definitely a staple in my book, too. Like, so I was very happy to hear that you were involved with that. And I was like, because I don't, because I don't, you never know. Even like uh, Brittany was saying, like, a lot of people went, like, they didn't reveal who they were or what they worked on, and they didn't really go by their real names. The internet was not, and it's still not a safe place to really, like, tell people who you really are. <laughs> Um, so, you know, so it's like, for me, it was like, even like when Yosin X is like saying like, he's with Jinbin, I'm like, how, how, I didn't know that. <laughs> so it was, it's all cool. Okay. I love the connections, um, that I'm seeing like in the community and stuff like that. And the commonalities that a lot of the, the guests have, like they'll like mention these websites specifically by name and stuff like that. I love like all. Um, 
you know, you guys like know each other and have worked with each other um, in some capacity. So it's always um, good to know and good to hear. So, Lumi, are you okay? You've been like popping off and on. My connection is absolutely horrible recently. So I just been like struggling with it. Well, I see, I see you, you're you sticking with us, uh, this go-around. What do you mean this time around? Because you have been popping off and on throughout, like, this whole conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're actually, your connection is keeping you on this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, try, don't be trying to make it look like I'm coming for you. <laughs> I think sometimes you are, so I gotta make sure. I don't come for you unless you, you say something. What? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Do we need to? Do I need to read out the whole conversation to the class? You're an instigator. That's what you are. Because I will. I'll do it. I have no shame. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm really sad I didn't get to say goodbye to Tuxedo Unmasked. I didn't even know he had to go. Yes. It, he joined us at midnight Japan time, and it is 2 a.m. where he is at. So I definitely appreciate him toughing it out with us given that he had the the most severe time difference out of all of us and so I'm glad that he did take the time to meet with us so uh, he did stick around as long as he could and he had a little one with him so (laughs) so yeah I definitely appreciate that so most so most of the sites that you guys have been working on, Sailor Soapbox, Mish Dream, Sailor Moon Uncensored, uh, even Sea of Serenity, they're over a decade old. And I have to say, these have to be passion projects because I just can't imagine, you know, working on something for so long without having a passion or love for it to maintain that type of longevity. And, like, have you guys faced challenges over the years as, like, oh, I want to give up, or this is something I don't want to do anymore, or I wish someone would take it over? Have you ever felt that way at all? Mm, as far as that web- the website sees goes, not really, because I've made sure it's just something that I do when I have time. And in the past few years, it's definitely not been something that's been a priority as far as, like, keeping it like updating it or changing things. I mean, we've got everything kind of up that we want to have up. Um, we would like to eventually maybe do our own fan um, subs of the Kagi musicals and probably Musical Chronicles since we didn't get an sh- official stream of it like we did Kaguya. Right. Um, it's a little salty about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like it's it's been with other things in life like um well especially with the when I was admin on the forums I've at that point that almost took over as like a second job for me um and just like life things but the website no not really like it's it's actually been pretty awesome like I met a lot of good friends and I like my discord server is is small and like we're not like the busiest but that that works for me that's the level I can (laughs) manage I can moderate and admin so it's perfect like I I'm totally fine with where I'm at right now. Nice. And just for a clarification, do you do everything on your own or do you have like a small team that helps you with these things? It's 
just been me and the translator. So our translator does like as far as the translation and timing and like typesetting and everything like that's all her. Um, I've been the one that just would encode it for the hard subs or try to learn how to do soft subs, which like I, I always have to go and re-remember how to do things because like sometimes we have so much time apart between projects. Um, but I've yeah, I've it's mostly been me for the website. I've had minimal help um, over the years uh, here and there. Like I'll, I'll sometimes have people volunteer like, oh, I so want to make graphics for your site, and I was like, okay. <laughs> but it's hard getting like I mean and this is just in general with things I find it's just hard for people to really commit to these project projects in their like free time which I totally understand because life is nuts and it's sometimes really hard to dedicate to these things and like I don't like people like 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 you I know you had Sailor Tortilla and Ochiba Wolf recently like props to them I don't know how she manages like either of them manage their social medias because I've never been good at all at keeping up with social media. Like I tried with Sea Serenity, I, I made a Twitter, I didn't do much with it. <laughs> like it's just never been my thing. If I had somebody that was like wanted to do that for me, I would let them totally take reins of it. But outside yeah. of things like that, it's just I just mostly stick with the website and the Discord. Yeah, shout out to Sailor Tortilla and Sailor Moon Fan Network because they are on top of everything. Oh my god, I wish I had like that <laughs> drive and dedication for some things like they do. They, I love OG, she's amazing. So yeah, props to her. <laughs> yeah, like the fact they just stay on top of it. Like I, I can't imagine, you know. And she said it's a full time job for her, so I can't even imagine what it's like because it's like I, you know, I try to stay up to date on things just for my personal sake. And I can't even keep up with everything. It's it's difficult. Especially now. Especially now. Dan, I know that you said that you worked with other people on like Sailor Moon Uncensored and I know that and and is that does that same ring true for uh Miss Dream? Like there's a team of you guys that do this work, or do you carry the bulk of it? Um I mean these days the bulk is really carried by myself and Fred. Um, he does like a lot of the processing stuff like after I scan um, and he also does more of the social media stuff um, but you know it used to be like you know when there was like more stuff going on more things active you know there'd be more of a team with like you know different roles to kind of help spread out uh, responsibilities um, you know, these days it has sort of slowed down. So now we mostly just kind of uh, acquire stuff and scan. And, you know, my current project of trying to uh, reorganize the uh, site structure and make everything a lot more uh, better flow and experience altogether. That's a fun project, but it'll be it'll be good when that's done. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, the reason I mentioned that is that uh, that'll put like a good baseline, so for uh, anybody to sort of like come in and out yeah. uh, as needed. Um, you know, if people want to volunteer, or you know, very often we get people who want to donate scans in some sort of uh, fashion too. Uh, so it's never, it is never a one-man show. Um, <laughs> th- th- these these days, it's you know. Kind of, you know, mostly just like me and Fred um, doing stuff, but uh, Ellie helping with the acquisitions of stuff. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, really, it's it, you're right. It is passion project, um, yeah. time management, and you know, if you're, it, it's certainly taken me many years to get good uh, time management. I used to, I used to have that kind of energy that uh, you know was mentioned earlier. Right. Uh, you know, with uh, you mentioned with the. Uh, them with the, you know Chibu from Tortilla. I used to have that kind of energy. Keep up, and you saw that on Sailor Moon Uncensored in the uh, early aughts. Right. I, I can't do that anymore. That's <laughs> uh, it's not that high of a priority. I still enjoy it. It's just not a high, uh, you know, high priority. Uh, I've gotten much better, much better with time management over the years. So I mean, the past couple of years, obviously, not so much on this site. Kind of picking things back up this year as things go, but. Um, you know, a lot of the groundwork, thankfully, at this point has been done. So uh, it's not as big of a time sink as it has been in the past. And that certainly has been uh, been a help. Right. I think that time management is a big thing. Um, I think that like, even with, you know, my projects and it's not, it's, it's something that I want to do because it's something that I want to see in the community, but it's also... Um, try not to let the community dictate how I pace myself when it comes to the projects that I'm working on because uh, because sometimes the community people, never sleeps yeah <laughs> the community never you sleeps and they, and they want it like right now right now right now and it's just like I like and I and the reason why I ask like you know is it just you is it the team because I want you know I, I want our audience to realize that it's not you know, a large company or corporation or a huge team of 15, 20 people that are working on these things. These are, you know, passionate individuals that are taking time out of their busy days and their busy schedules to work on something that they love, that they want to share with you and being able to appreciate that where it is. So like for me, it's like the, you know, like when I check in on like so soapbox or the stream or see Serenity, my thought isn't, well, they haven't updated since da 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 da. It's like, let me, you know, like like it's it's I love that you guys have like your you know, your archives and stuff like that, where it's just like it may not be like sparkling brand new, fresh off the presses, because there's so much content to get through like you know i would understand someone if like if they like oh i've read everything on this dream i know they haven't and i'm waiting for the newest thing to come out i know that's not the case because i still go i go to this dream all the time to read like to like to do my research as well so it's like um a friend of mine was saying he's like because the new trailer for cosmos came out with Uranus and Neptune, and they were like, "Well, this is the only time that we're going to see submarine um, feel on tide, and it's unsuccessful against Iron Mouth, so we're never going to see it again." I'm like, "Wait, didn't that? Didn't she do it like later on in the series?" And so I had to like go to I was like, "Let me go to Miss Dream and look up this particular act and find this particular panel." Like, "Oh, she does. She does the Galactica feel on tide later on in the in the." in that arc um, so I like explained that to him I was like oh it does happen again it's just later you know um, 
because I don't try to, I try not to be haphazard with my answers, um, especially in the community, because I want to be as accurate as possible or point them in the right direction and stuff like that. So I definitely like appreciate the fact that, you know, this, this information, these resources are available, like, and I'm not like, you know, sitting there, like, commenting, like, you guys haven't finished the perfect edition yet, and I'm like, there's a whole, you know, like, the whole revival editions are already done, and it's pretty much the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And Myrna, as far as um, Sailor Soapbox, I know you've been doing that for a long, long time, and for the most part, it's just been you doing this as well, right? Um, yeah, it's it's basically just me. And because um, I can't work for health reasons, the maintaining the website and the Patreon is my full-time job. And like from day to day, like I feel like if I am not working on something or making something, I feel useless. Like I have this huge drive to want to do things and be productive and my body half of the time says oh no you don't you go lie down now and it it is so frustrating trying trying to work around that but it's it's also like i i try to remind myself like maybe you you haven't done anything today but look at all that you have done in the last few years look at how you are making people happy look at how you you have made something you can be proud of and i try to 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 balance that oh you're you're useless thing with no you're not look at the thing that you have done look at what you have made and it is just (laughs) there's that push and pull all the time but it's like I, i i love that I have the ability to just like set my own schedule for the most part that I can be like, okay, today I am going to use Google Translate to try to figure out the titles of this new CD that just came out. Right. Or today I am going to check the my source for new scans to see if I can turn it into a wallpaper. Or like today I am going to run VLC and automate some screenshots. And it's, it, I like that I can just, um, hop around to different projects but it's um, like the, the, really the main challenge for me was just working around my disability and just like there's also that frustrating thing where you feel like you are speaking and no one's listening because oh, yeah. like I, I, I often get like negative feedback and that's the feedback that I, I hyper focus on instead of the, the people who are like oh I love this keep it up etc like I'll I'll see somebody talk about Crystal Tokyo Radio saying oh there's not enough music on it and I'm just like where do you expect me to get more music <laughs> like and where do you expect to and where do you expect to where else are you gonna listen to this at because <laughs> like I, I have things that I know no one else has because I ripped the audio myself but like yeah. it's just it's a niche within a niche. I can only yeah. do so much here. Right. And, and just, uh, uh, it, it, I, I hate the, the, like the, the brain's impulse to be like, Oh, you did, you disappointed this person. Therefore you were disappointing all people or, <laughs> Oh, you didn't get any comments on this new thing or retweets. It, you, it must've failed that kind of thing. And it's, 
I, 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 I hate the person I call the depression monster. It's that's a hard struggle. Yeah, it's very interesting that you brought that up. Like, you know, Dan and Brittany, have you guys faced like similar challenges when it comes to the community, like negative feedback or overwhelming demand when you just like you're like, hey, it's just you just me and one other person working on these things, like Yeah. Um especially at first when we first came out, there were some fans I never like they they would um so like we had tumblr back then and we would get the anonymous asks and they were always anon but there's always definitely some negative ones and they're pretty trashy towards like our translator and stuff and it's just that died off after like a couple of years and and thankfully since then it hasn't really been like much negativity but i'm also I do stay kind of like low on social media outside like the discord right. in general. So I think it doesn't, I try not to attract that either, Right. but um, it was, I know it was like kind of a frustrating thing. It did have like my translator, it did kind of, it made her not like want to be really involved in the Sailor Moon community much. Um, and I know she's experiencing similar issues cause she decided to take it upon herself to do some Pokemon, um, fan subs and I know that has come with the consequences of attracting the Pokemon fans that are are having something negative about everything so yeah it's it's there it exists thankfully um like my space on discord we're all very positive like if we get if we get like a negative or troll like I'm just like yeah you can go bye (laughs) I don't I don't want to do i I've been around too long to have to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. And Dan, as someone that's been engaged in this space for, oh my gosh, it's been like over t- like over 20 years since Sailor Moon since it came out. Like, have you like developed a thick skin to all of this? Like when it comes to demand oh, and feedback? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just really comes with the test time. Um, and, you know, it's helped over the years is that I've sort of like... As time has gone on, I've sort of put myself out there less and less, and that's been a help, (laughs) to be frank. Um, You know, not really, not engaging back or giving a a platform uh, for that has certainly helped. Um, Yeah, it's just an unfortunate thing to see, and that's... It's one of those things that it'll never go away, but if you don't give it attention, there'll be less of it, is what I've kind of found over the years. Yes, it's, it def- that definitely rings true. And I have to like thank each and every one of you for um, taking the time out to join us on this podcast. And because, uh, you know, you guys are, you know, you guys have busy lives, you guys have these projects and stuff like that. So I know that when I was reaching out, to some of you initially it took me a while to actually get a hold of you because i like it's like who knows what type of spam you guys get or what your dms look like on twitter or social media in general it's more like and so, for me, but. yeah but it's like but you know it's like you know like you know um like it's like tuxedo unmasked for example like jason uh it took me a few tries to get a hold of him because i was like because I don't know like what would be the best way to contact. Like I go through websites, I go through contact forms, 
I do, you know, I try not to like engage in a public space where I am commenting on a tweet or on Facebook and kind of like calling people out. Like I try to do it in a respectful manner. And um, I'm glad that you guys like, you know, were responsive and kind about it. And, you know, that you guys took the time out um, to join us because, um, because most of the people that I have invited so far, they're surprised that I'm inviting them onto the podcast. Like, why do you want us on the podcast? Because you do sort of own stuff and it's great and it should be shared with everyone. And they're like, really? Like, I didn't think anybody was paying attention like that. I was really surprised when I got the email. I was like, ooh. That's really cool. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, same on my end. I was just like, huh, it almost feels like not real, but neat. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm accepted. I'm thrilled, but I'm also like, oh my God, I'm with like these people who I owe so much to and like because like i go to all of your websites and, and <laughs> you do too and it's like wow i am in some illustrious company here <laughs> and yet like you're just regular guys and like dan and jason i consider like close friends as well as well so it's 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 interesting that like we we have this simultaneous like oh i'm just a little guy whereas i am staple oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, it was yeah, just, I definitely. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like what you guys do is amazing, and like I guess for me, it's like you know, you guys have been present in my life, like especially throughout my Sailor Moon journey at one point or another. So it's just like you know, it means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to other people too be able to have you in this space and to be able to hear your stories and stuff like that. And, you know, just to show like, our, you know, like my appreciation for you guys, can you tell us like, how can we as a community continue to support you and the work that you do? <laughs> I mean, if anybody out there does know a lot more about web development than I do with my poor little WordPress using self. Um, hit me up. <laughs> uh, there's, I mean, because I, I, as uh, Dan's mission with this dream about wanting to reorganize and working on that, it's definitely been something on my mind to do one day. Um, I definitely feel like I could reorganize the site a lot. Um, so, like, there's that aspect of it. Um, outside of that, like, Honestly, just saying that you appreciate our translations and you appreciate the work is, like, awesome. Like, that's all we could really ask for. Um, I, and not even that. Like, I I put this out there. I didn't go do it to get, like, accolades and stuff. I, I want to share this, my love, and I love the musicals and live action with, like, other fans. And um, and then if I'm really going to do a plug, uh, we do have a Ko-Fi, and um, I don't really, like, plug the donation things often, because I never want people to have to, like, feel like they owe or pay for anything. It is simply any money people 
do feel with their gracious hearts to donate is um, strictly towards the cost of running the website and like that that would be it that's it i've been very um, frank and transparent about what that's Put for it out but, there because yeah. getting getting this getting the actual physical media ain't cheap <laughs> No, it's not. And I, I don't get a lot of it. I'm so very grateful for, especially in my Discord community, the members there are awesome and they will often share with me things they get. Um, I mean, I do try to buy some of like, the new musicals and stuff, but um, it's been super helpful to have people donate their raws to us because, I mean, let's face it, $80 for a DVD plus shipping is... Whew, yeah. Yeah. Shipping costs are just absurd. Yes. Oh god, they got so bad. That's like the worst part is the shipping. That's what kills me. <laughs> I, I just ordered the the Cosmos um, Image Songs pack or whatever they're releasing uh, with the um, yes with the new songs and like the shipping was more than the item. <laughs> wow. Right. Right. I was just looking at that on CD Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's where I ordered as well. Because yeah. it's Yep, they're, I use them a lot. And the, the musical festival chronicle, like, I was just like, I can't spend $100 on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, like, that's, I, that's 100 US, which is, like, 120 Canadian. So, like, it, it just, yeah. it, it burns a hole in my already empty pockets. So. It, yeah, and I, I, I bought that because I was just like, I, I, it has the live CDs. Like, we never get live CDs now of... Or anything yeah. from these new shows. Like, oh my god, okay, I'm definitely gonna have this for my collection. Like, so um, yes, Tuxedo Unmasked also has a Ko-Fi or coffee or how you want to call it. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So please feel free to donate to him because uh, he does great work too. Like, he does not have to do this at all, but he chooses to. Uh, he also released a book, um, Prison Power. Uh, it is available on Amazon. It's a great read. I am still reading it now. I love it. I bought the hard, had the hard. I bought the hardcover copy, and I love it. Um, so I'm definitely plugging him in because he had to to jump off, and we're wrapping up here soon. Dan, I've donated to Miss Dream um, in the past, but can you share like how we can support you in addition to donating to Miss Dream? Oh well, uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, that's uh, what I was going to bring up. Uh, you know, uh, if people ever want to help, like, donation is really always the best thing. Like, if people donate uh, scans or money, we've got a uh, donation page uh, on this stream uh, where you can use uh, PayPal or whatever format. And we have people who um, donate scans all the time. Um, if people are always willing to do that, that's always good. We're always looking to expand our... Uh, our library out and uh, yeah just sharing and positive feedback is always just never expected greatly appreciated just you know we're so as we had mentioned earlier we're so used to seeing you know not that so you know good words all always makes our day and um we'll definitely include those links in this podcast episode so that way you guys will be able to um, access uh, those donation pages as well as the websites easily and uh, before we go I just wanted you guys to kind of like share some encouraging words um, to the audience and uh, I'll kick us off I'll let Yosemex go after then Lumi and then our guests and then we'll, and then we will bring it down to a close 
So uh, I mentioned this earlier, um, you know, the world is crazy right now and we're all dealing with uh, a varied set of circumstances and you're doing your best. And I mentioned this um, when we talked with um, Ochiva, Wolf, and uh, Cero Tortilla, where it's like, you know, if you have, if you've taken care of everything that you're supposed to, you paid your rent, you paid your bills, you know, and you have, you know, a little extra money, buy yourself a coffee, go buy that t-shirt that you want, or put that money towards, you know, some merch, you know, do it, you know, like, do it because you deserve it, treat yourself, it's the best day of the year, um, you know, it's, life is short, indulge in your quirks, it is okay to be you, and it is okay to like the things you like, as long as you're not hurting anyone, it shouldn't matter, um, you know, you're allowed to take up space. You know, you are not a burden to anyone. And, you know, definitely love yourself, take care of yourself. And to uh, take a page out of Z's book, she was not able to join us today, but, um, you know, she is with us in spirit and we love her. And I'm going to steal a page out of her book and tell people, you know, if you can smile, because you always look better when you smile, and to hydrate, drink your water, stay hydrated. And uh, yeah, Lumi, what about you? What, what's, give us some encouraging words. Silence is golden. Yeah. That is her. That is her encouraging words, right? <laughs> All right. Yosin, what about you? Uh, um, encouraging words. It's hard to find encouraging words sometimes because, you know, it just feels like everything's always on fire, right? If we're just being honest with ourselves. Like, but despite that, we're still here, right? We're still, you know, following our passions. We're still, you know, very much, um, you know, um, you know, we were able to have this opportunity to connect, you know, in a virtual space. So that that's always something kind of um, beautiful. But in terms of encouraging words, I almost want to sing some Sailor Moon lyrics, but I don't know which ones to draw from right now. But um, <laughs> I just, I, I think... <laughs> exactly. Um, I just feel like, you know, just, um, you know, embrace your, embrace your passions, embrace your hobbies, find a way, and I need, and I'm telling this to myself as well, find a way to express yourself more. I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, every so often I'll tweet something, uh, you know, some random Sailor Moon fact or whatever, whatever, some random image. And I, I go to bed, I go to bed, I wake up and it's a thousand likes. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should be doing something else. And I don't know what to do, you know? So like find a way to express yourself creatively and, and, break out of the fact that creative creative uh, creativity doesn't have to be just like drawing or art i can't do any of that stuff it can be like pictures it can be song it can be anything else you know so like i think that everyone in these kind of in, in our fandom and things like that has the potential to like express themselves creatively whether you know it or not and it doesn't have to be in traditional fine art um Aside from that, also just remember to take time for yourself and like if it's, you know, if things are, are seeming like, like if something's overwhelming, if something feels like um, it's just a chore and not making you happy, it's okay to step back. And I think that's really important, you know, so there you go. Um, anything else, I'll just rant. So 
<laughs> That's great. And I want to thank you for taking the time. I know it was kind of short notice, you know, asking you to step in as a guest host since he was not able to join us. And I'm definitely looking forward to next month's episode because you will be joining us again as a guest host and we'll be talking about the English localization deep dub over way is like all good things English. <laughs> yeah, we'll sing all the all the lovely numbers. We'll sing yes, Rainy Day. We'll, yeah, I will specifically <laughs> include Power of Love in that episode <laughs> for our English fans. Like that'll definitely be part of the part of the agenda there. Uh, Brittany, can you share some words for us, please? Um, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> um, put me on spot now. Um, honestly, like I definitely agree with what Bloody All has said so far. I mean, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, don't be afraid to be who you are or show your emotions. You are valid for being you. Like your worth is not based on anybody else. You're you have value and worth because you are you and you exist and it's a hard thing to come to terms with and um but it's it's doable like it's doable if you feel like your life is going nowhere you you can change it things can change it might not seem like it in your darkest times but they can um I've definitely experienced that in my life and um it's really amazing once you really start to embrace yourself and love yourself the way you should um, so always treat yourself with kindness. Treat yourself like you would treat your best friend. Don't beat yourself up. It's so important. That's beautiful. Myrna. So the main thing I want to emphasize to listeners is you never know when your dreams are going to come true. So don't ever give up on them. Because in high school, I wanted to be a DJ, and that those dreams fell through because of like university uh, requirements and so on. And then one day, I'm listening to my Sailor Moon uh, collection on iTunes, and I think, huh, I wonder if some somebody else would be interested in doing this. And I was just like, you know what, girl, go for it. And I just, I built all of that on my own, and I absolutely love what I do, and at the same time, like with the with the screenshots and the photoshopping, like years ago, I was thinking, I wish I could use this scene in a wallpaper, but the only uh, source I have is too small. I wonder if there are better sources out there. And then I ended up just creating those better sources. So it, it's just, you never know where you're going to find something that you can give to the world. You never know when something that you thought you had to give up on is just going to blossom before your eyes. So there's always hope. There's, there's always time. That's, that's wonderful. And I have to commend you for not letting your disability hinder you from doing what you love to do. And I, and I, and uh, that comes from a place near and dear to my heart. I'm the legal guardian for my younger brother who has a severe to profound mental disability. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cannot talk or express himself. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why, you know, I try to live my life to the best of my ability and to, you know, and to embrace the quirky parts about myself, including like in Sailor Moon, because he is unable to, so I basically do it for him as well. And he is doing great. He is thriving and living his best life too. 
So it's not taking anything away from him, but it's definitely an encouragement, you know, not only from you, but from him that, you know, it's okay to be you regardless of what state you're in and you can still live a full thriving life. And, and that speaks volumes. So I, thank you so much. That's lovely. Uh, I'm glad that you're, you're there for him because my, my sister is autistic too. So like half of like my life is being her guardian. So it's just, I, <laughs> I, one of the things like I do a lot is try to do like disability advocacy, like say, okay, just because I cannot work a job does not mean I am not worthy. Right. Just, I would love to have more money. So would everybody, but it's right. just, it's just, this is the life I was meant to have. And whatever I do every day is okay. Right. Exactly. And it's valid. Valid! <laughs> and Dan, certainly but not least, can you close this out with some encouraging words? I'll try. Y'all have been so good already. Um, <laughs> I, I think the only thing that I can think of that I haven't heard in some capacity yet is to just like when positive things happen because they will you know it, everything's a cycle you know embrace and don't feel guilty i see like a lot of guilt when thing you know from people when things go well because if you look around at the world things are not as well so it's you know, I see people like, you know, maybe like getting in better spots, but not able to fully enjoy it. And I think that you really should, you know, embrace victories whenever you can. I mean, we all need the break from everything that's going on. And I think we need, to, you know, it, when positivity comes, we need to just embrace that and hold on to that for as long as we can. Absolutely. Positivity begets positivity and feeling guilty or negative about, you know, your positive situation does not help someone realize that their negativity will turn into positivity at one point. Just because they're not experiencing it right now does not mean they won't ever experience it. It's just a matter of time and patience and giving yourself the grace you deserve to allow those things to happen for you. Well said. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us. Thank you for joining in my justice and have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you for having thank us. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so no much. Bye. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Also, I like saying this now. I followed Sia Serenity since I was a little girl. So I've been on your website <laughs> since then. I used to go oh. on your website on my little 3DS. Oh my and god! And I was in so god, much trouble awesome. at night because I was uh. like, get off the 3DS. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know. This is like, I can hear you on that damn website. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> really? How long yeah. ago was that I'm like because I'm starting to feel old. <laughs> yeah, leave, leave, leave it to Lumi to make us all feel like we're like Jerry. <laughs> like I've I've loved your your website since I was a little girl. Like I'm almost 21 now, so like oh, I don't know oh, how old I was. Yeah. Oh God. What is wrong with you? I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> so far because here's the thing i oh like gosh. so 
I have. Wait, 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 wait. So you do this I, all the time. Here's the thing. Let me explain. I'm so serious, though. You never let me finish. He never lets me finish. So quick to call us out on our age, but look at who, who, who you're calling for help. I wasn't calling you out on your age. I literally you, you all my stuff. Every time you're like, <laughs> you're telling, you're telling Brittany, like, oh, I didn't call you because I came out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> really, that is not true. I've been following and them then, since I was 10 years told old. You our age that once you like, gosh, you're older than my mom. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, oh no. Well, like actually, I said you're younger than my mom because my mom's 39. I'm oh good, I'm younger than your mom too. If you want to say something about me talking about people's age, at least get the facts straight. Right? That you have to like relate, like, relate my age to your parent is a problem. Well, because I consider you my family, and it's not Aww. like I do it on purpose. Just big brother. Yeah, it's like big brother. My big brother, who I had a tantrum with yesterday, because he made fun of my ADHD. Aww. Yes, because she, because I told her three, four times who was gonna, who our guests were going to be today. And she messaged me yesterday. It was like, who's coming on? And I'm like... <laughs> I do this every time to make sure that I get it right so I'm not being rude. And I'm like, who are you? Because I did that for, I did that once. And I felt so bad. So I do it to make sure that I don't do it again. Girl, that is, I, I so relate. It doesn't matter if you're an expert or not. Technology is just going to be stupid. Let's, let's not do this to us. We're not that old. <laughs> well, I think I'm the oldest one here. I'm sure, but I think we're all are we gonna have to do an age, age an age comparison? An age check. <laughs> we know Lumi is the baby. She's like 20. Yeah, we can go put her in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already oh. being bullied, and I just got here. No we love you. you. Let's all determine our age by like how we got into Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I got into Sailor Moon in kindergarten. Oh god. Are we really doing this? Alright, 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 alright. So I, I watched the pilot episode in 1995 when wow. I was in high school. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. You are yeah, okay. Wow. You're probably oh, about my I don't want to say it, but damn, you You're old. probably about my um, fiance's age then. How old is your fiance? Is he like 40 or something? He's what? Jeez, 46. 46? Mm -hmm. Damn, my grandma is in her 50s. Yo, that's not Whoa. cool though. That's, yo. Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Lumi. I'm the baby. More <laughs> <laughs> like the brat. You know what? You know what isn't a brat though? Getting your hair done. You said I need a what? You need to change your character's color to pink because you're a brat like Chibi Usa. You know what? How about you get bit? How about that? <laughs> well, this is getting aggressive. Oh. <laughs> She's spicy. This is clearly Salem when R Chibi Usa. Yes. Yes. So, fun fact I don't think I've ever mentioned this to Myrna. But I had actually, during the drafting stage of a comic for Disney, I had actually named the villain Myrna. I was really psyched about this, but they made me change the name. 
Aww. You were almost a villain in a uh, Disney comic. I promise you, we don't purposely plan these sessions to be two, three hours long. The conversation just gets so good, it goes that That's why we always. And then below, Lumi is Dan. Hi, Dan. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Oh, no. Dan? Dan? Dan. Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Did we lose Dan? Dan, TDM. Yeah. Okay, it, it crashed a bit. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nope, um, Dan, uh, he, him, done. Miss Dream, Sailor Moon Uncensored, and <gasps> Tech Help for many. You did Sailor Moon Uncensored? Huh. You did Sailor oh, me, me and two friends, but yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, myself and two friends, yes. I oh, wow. have whiplash. We are in good. You have friends? I feel like I'm like I'm on yeah. legends right now. I, I need to work on this. That is correct. Yeah, so yeah, my name is actually Yosanai. It's nothing special about that. It's just a made-up name, but that's my real real name. Um and just a little bit about me in terms of like the fandom. I was a big part of the um Genvid forums, like okay. uh, what? back in the day. Uh, you never yeah, told yeah. Me that. Like we were part ah. of the book Warriors of Legend. Reflections of Japan and Sailor Moon. Like I was the photographer, okay. so I've been to the real Azabu Juban to like Oh my take god, pictures. I have that book. I could... My <laughs> I name is in the book. I wanted that book. Oh, <laughs> in the book, you will find my wow. name in that book. Oh my yeah. god. I'm so you have your extra copies, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this book is almost twenty years old. Yeah, so oh my, my copy is still like on Amazon. Yeah, and aside from that, I'm just a diehard fan that has way too many toys and is running out of space. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, we can all say that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think we're all there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have extra space if you ever need more space. <laughs> you don't have no extra space. Yes, I do. And I have been wanting Yosinex to join us for a while. He was very modest. He didn't tell me any of the things he just said. Because <laughs> 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 I did say that. I said, bear with me this moment. I've got to get these questions. Because they want oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah, because you're not listening to me. Because I'm taking my hair out, my bad. Okay, and like taking, are you putting hair in your ears? There's hair in front of my ears, you got you biscuit. You biscuit. <laughs> your face is a biscuit. You're built like a biscuit. That's about as bad as you granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know we can't yeah. say the word talented around here without it having a double meaning, right? Ah, that's right. Yeah, you know. I got lots of that talent. <laughs> Okay, you know what so... else I got a lot of? What? These nuts. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, so, alright.